Like the last couple of uh, Xbox presentations at like E3 or whatever have been, here are some games that are available on Xbox and other places. <laughs> right, yeah. You, but you can play these on Xbox, though. You don't have to, but you can. You should. Even the, even <laughs> games like Cuphead that yeah. had like, that had some actual exclusivity to them, mm-hmm. you still get them on PC. Mm-hmm. You had to buy them through like the Microsoft Game Store for a while, which which was which I I don't like. I didn't like that either, but I did it. I I yeah I have not. I started to, and then I was like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't care anymore. Um, because I, I mean, to play it, Streets of Rage. It is to this like day still the only thing that I bought on the on the Microsoft <laughs> store in general. How are you able to get past the tutorial? <sighs> I remember that being a thing. <laughs> I, f- I feel for I, I feel for game reviewers, though. Oh, I wouldn't want to be a game reviewer, especially today. Like everyone, there's so much scrutiny. There's there's never been a truer time for everybody's a critic. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, Yeah, I didn't I, actually re- read it, but I, I remember I, did, I heard something about Metacritic changing the way that Oh yeah, they, that's, they my, that's my that's uh, my that's my show thing today. Oh so, really? Yeah, yeah. I put that down in the uh, I put that down in the docket. So with that being said, oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I do want to talk about this actually. So oh, let's uh, <laughs> let now that we're now that we're warmed up. Welcome everyone to episode two of the retro breakdown. Uh, presumably a much shorter episode than last week. Hey, you know what we didn't do last week? We didn't say who we actually are. <laughs> Let's do that. My name's Dean. I go by Time Wanderer in most places on the internet. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Time Wanderer. I stream all of the games. Most of he does. I, many games. Lots of games. Yeah, not all of them. Not all of them. Come on now. I stream a lot of Yakuza. You I was do. going through my clips earlier. It's like, I, that's probably got the highest. Uh, it's a very clippable game. I was going to say it that's, seems to that's, have that's, the that's, most clips of anything. That's probably more due to its clippability yeah. as opposed to, but no, I think <laughs> Yakuza sort of sums up what, what, what you like, yeah. what you like to play. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing this podcast called the retro breakdown because I like retro games. So it's always, exactly. it's fun for me to go back and play randomizers and check out stuff I never played before. And so there's that too, but I try to keep up on the trends with the kids well that's uh that's that's great because i'm really bad about doing that sometimes <laughs> yeah i know so I, I'm, I'm happy because there, there there seems like there's too many moments where, where you're talking about things I'm like oh wow i didn't i didn't know that was happening or hey you know what the more we do this show the more the more connected you will be 
with <laughs> the, the hellscape that is 2020 in video games. <laughs> yeah, I live on Welcome. an island in Animal Crossing, so... Hey, you know what? That's not a bad place to be right now. <laughs> it's really not. Um, but, but before we get too far into it, and, and before we make this longer than it's going to be anyways, I'm Tom, and... Hi, Tom. That's, that's it. That's it. No, no, I, I, I used to upload things on YouTube. You can you can check out some of my old content there at Tom Day VG. And I do occasionally stream on Twitch. Also Tom Day VG, real, real, uh, real original. Um, occasionally it is, works. is it's functional. Is, yeah, you know it it's so I don't forget. But um <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't even say I stream occasionally. It's like once every other month, but it's usually just DDR. So if you like watching somebody not play DDR well, you should you should uh you should check it out. <laughs> it's a I, I would say it's a it's an average to above average skill of DDR. It's it's yeah. not like you're just rolling out a mat and figuring out how to step on up. No, I'm I'm harder on myself. Like I mean like I can clear most, you know, eight foot songs. I can clear probably all eight, any eight foot and some some nines and tens if I'm if I'm really feeling myself. I, the problem I, is that I take such long breaks that by when I get back to playing, it's like, oh god, I am sore. I distinctly recall the game asking if you were an alien. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the only clip I have, I believe. Um, yeah, I've, there's at <laughs> least, there is at least a couple more, but I thought they get deleted if you don't use your channel for months or something. The clips I don't think do. <laughs> okay. Well, there's that clip because I, I added a sound. I added the announcer pack to the, cause it's, 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 it's through, um, some kind of emulator. I think it's step mania. If I remember correctly. And, um, Oh yeah, they have the announcer yeah, yeah. pack download for it. I was like, oh, I gotta add the announcer. Those are fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the the, the pack it's it's really weird because it says it has all announcer voices and it's just randomized or something. And sometimes you get really weird things that just throws out there, like, oh man, you're an alien. It's like, what? <laughs> I don't know what this is from. I don't yeah. remember this on on the old games. But uh, but yeah, DDR. I, I, like every DDR game has like the same voice pack for like ninety percent <laughs> of it, and then there's like five <laughs> new lines that are like, what? Yeah. or or it's like the the same guy that does a lot of the, the voices and then all of a sudden it's someone there, there's one where he just he says random spanish words and you're like why <laughs> what is happening okay why is dora here now i don't understand what's going on <laughs> but but uh i i do i do love i really love rhythm games actually quite a bit have this is yeah they're great <laughs> As we already sidetrack ourselves, I have to ask: Do you have you played? Um, uh, 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 is it Drum Master Taiko? Taiko oh Drum God, Master, yeah, yeah. Taiko no Tatsujin. Taiko, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say, try to say it right, but I always, I get nervous whenever I'm saying another language. I kind of screwed like it up so... too, so I, I messed it up for both of us. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Have you have you played that before? Yes, yes. I you know, you know, I don't have the I don't have the home drum anymore. I used yeah. to have, I bought it for PS2 um, and played a lot of it. And then yeah, I played PS2. a lot more of it in arcades in Korea and Japan. That's what I was going to ask if you got to play it on the, in the arcades yes. when you were over there. Yes, <sighs> it is. That experience, it does not translate to the home console. It's still a fun game to play it at yeah. home, but like, it's not, it's not at all the same. No, well, you got this big, huge drum that you're just wailing on, right? Oh like yeah, in the arcade. yeah. And and the home one, I don't have the I don't have the 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 drum at home, um, because I, I I actually picked it up recently at for for the for the Switch. But yeah, that's a good version. I, I would like to I'd like to get a drum one of these days. I, I would I would enjoy that because I used to play uh, a little bit of 2DX, 
and I really liked Final Fantasy Theat Rhythm on on the 3DS. That was, I never that played was that one. Game. I think Jesse did. I loved it. I played that way, 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 way too much. Or did I? Maybe I played it just enough. Actually, my uh, my go to uh, my go to RPG rhythm game spinoff mm-hmm. was uh, Persona Four Dancing All Night. Oh, how do you like that? It's average. Okay, <laughs> it's it, it is a what a glowing review. <laughs> Honestly, it is. It's a it's an average serviceable rhythm game. It's okay, <laughs> but. Persona, it's Persona fan service, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was about to say, it's like, actually, I really just like Persona. The Persona soundtrack. That's the literally game, the game. <laughs> Take that, it or leave. <laughs> if that was, if that game did not have Persona characters and a Persona story and Persona music, I, it, I don't think it would be worth playing. I mean, I guess that can be said for pretty much any rhythm game, right? Like if, if it wasn't the, if it didn't have the music that drew you in, then it's just a game where you're pressing buttons. I mean. Yeah, sort of. I guess that's true. I guess that's um, true. But well, I mean, unless, it has still... a, unless it has an instrument to go with it, like some sort of plastic device, then it's yeah. then you're just kind of pressing the button at the time when you're supposed to press the button. Right. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess... was going to buy that, but I didn't. The I guess game that's I a good... I guess that's a good point. I'm like over here re-examining my life now. Like <laughs> rhythm games... Rhythm games are just about pressing buttons on beat, and if the music's not good, there's no reason to buy it. So... Yeah, Maybe dancing it's, it's, all night is good. It's a really it's a it's a serious problem, right? Like if the music is bad in a music game, then well. Okay, there is <laughs> okay, you know what? There's what? one game that I would say is like and this kind of doesn't count, but it kind of still counts. All right. There is one game that is still great even Despite though even though the the music is kind of meh. What's that? Pistol Whip. Pistol Whip. I want to play that. The VR game, right? The, v- the VR game, yeah. Yes. That game is awesome because it is just about like j- it's like doing a John Wick rail shooter experience to like industrial hip hop. All right. And like 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 I'm sold. like trip hop. <laughs> yeah. I I I I believe that's coming out for PlayStation VR, I think. I think I read a headline for that. I could be totally wrong on that. I have um, absolutely no idea about like platform prolifer- proliferation between VR devices. Yeah, I mean, I could. I have the I have the Vive, but it's it's in my office, and I haven't. It's the computer that's hooked up to has some problem where it doesn't think that it's installed on anything. And Steam support basically told me to make a forum post, and since then I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Oh, that sounds <laughs> highly frustrating. It is. It was where, and, and and this was a couple. This is almost two years ago now that I haven't even touched the device. It was it was for research anyway, so it's not like a, you know, a sunk. It wasn't it wasn't a waste of money or whatever. But yeah. um, it was kind of where I was like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna sell this for now and then buy a new VR headset whenever I have space because the 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 new iterations of VR stuff is pretty freaking awesome with the like the the different finger controls and things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen some of that. I the the headset that I ended up with is like I got it for like super cheap because it's like a first edition Oculus with the front oh, facing cool. uh sensors. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So it's uh we got it for like under 300 bucks. Nice. Which is which is really cheap for a for a VR headset, but like yes, if it wasn't it that cheap, we wouldn't have gone in for it. <laughs> right, right. So like but I'm like, I'm having a good time with it. And uh, like I said, Pistol Whip, like 
Pistol Whip is a game that transcends its music being kind of so-so mm-hmm. by just having really, really fun gameplay. I think the that that can uh, the, the, so it's the device again right like it, instead of having the plastic device it's the vr that's that's making it exciting it's like yes. the way that the game presents itself um, yeah I, I don't think it would be well i don't know it might still be fun without the vr it wouldn't be as much fun it wouldn't be the same type of experience it would yeah. feel i guess it would feel more like res oh uh, in a I way like res yeah i not exactly the same but kind of the same like because the whole point is like to shoot to the music mm-hmm. like shoot to the beat so oh, like, that sounds ac- okay. Okay, now I'm now I'm picturing it. I can see why you're, why you're making the the comparison to Res, but I, I I feel like in VR, just based on my own experience with other kinds of games, is that that would really complete the experience for me, right? Yeah. Like it would really com- it would it would make me want to share it with other people. Like, hey, you have to check this out. Doesn't the, Res the, have a VR? Yeah, yeah. I have I have Res on on PSVR, and I have played it a little bit, but it's it's clearly a game that's not. Uh, you know, it wasn't made for VR, right? It yeah, was made for PS2 okay, 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and people still talk about it just because it was so different from it was, it was things super at weird. the time. It was like, whoa, this game's wild. Yeah. Um, it's like, what if Star Fox but rhythm game? Yeah, basically. That's, 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 that pretty much sums it up. So I don't know. So with that tangent aside, like I, we went into our intro and then started talking about rhythm games because you, because you were talking about, uh, playing DDR on your channel, which, where is that channel again? Uh, it's, it's a Tom Day VG at either Twitch or YouTube. That's right. And I am twitch.tv slash time wanderer. And I do maintain a YouTube channel, but it is a sparsely updated, uh, basically stream archive. So don't bother with it. (laughs) <laughs> but before we started before we started talking about that you mentioned uh metacritic yeah yeah and uh because we spent a lot a lot of time talking about headlines uh last week and we both i know are excited to talk about rygar <laughs> which is it's our top- favorite game which is our topic for this week um before we get to that uh we're gonna change we're gonna try a new format Cause I still want to talk about some like what's going on recently and like news and new games that are coming out before we get into the retro stuff. And I thought it was interesting. So Metacritic, the, yeah. uh, you know, the arbiter of game quality, such as it is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Delaying user reviews until so, 36 hours after a game launches. Now, is it is it so it's it's just like an individual that would that would have a review right like they yes. don't have any user kind of affiliation reviews with... specifically okay like okay publication reviews are still like they're still like that side of things is still operating as normal All right. like they they still tally up reviews from your you know your ign and your game informer and all of your other spots and that's still that's still acting as normal it's specifically, you know, you have the you have the meta score and then you have the user score over on the side. And the yeah, user yeah. score is sometimes a bit different. Yeah, because I've heard of like review bombing and things yeah. like that. Where if somebody doesn't like something for a political reason or whatever it is that they, they go in, they're like, oh, this game's total trash. Which they will do usually like a week before the game actually comes out. Okay. 
because I have a question. it is very it is very largely used to express disappointment with the game's content or a decision <clears throat> or a you know an extraneous feature of the game that does not actually have anything to do with the game's quality specifically <laughs> of course because that's the important thing at the end of I, the I think one of the most famous ones and i remember this because i was actually um i was actually writing college papers on diablo 3 at the time that it the, at the time that it launched <laughs> um what was it uh error 37 yeah 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 the the, the day of release yeah when the like night, the, really like the whole first week where people could not get into the game because the servers were the servers were forked oh yeah no i remember that was the i that's i we uh my, my friends and i were trying to to play the game that night and we're like oh the small indie company can't manage their online services <laughs> yeah poor activision blizzard <laughs> they've never released an online game before so i guess yeah, that's how they, could they, they have known <laughs> that a highly anticipated sequel that requires online connection would have high demand it's <laughs> unprecedented yeah, so the the most famous uh the most famous or at least my most well-known uh version of review bombing is when they took to Metacritic to bomb Diablo 3's score down to 3.7 because wow. of, because of error 37. I mean, so that brings me the the question I wanted to ask is do do user scores do you think they matter? Like I have you ever is, bought a game because because of a user score or not bought a game because of a user score? Probably not. Um, I think that in as much as any meta score matters at all, yeah. you're probably looking at the main meta score. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, do. That's, that's what I looked at. So it, like, I think this probably has minimal impact overall, mm -hmm. but what it does is it. It does. I think it does. First of all, it makes it a lot harder to weaponize a review score to yeah, make absolutely. some sort of like political or social statement. Well, yeah, because because they would review bomb. Right. And then then articles would be pop up about this, about these the, people. Yeah. People are the review bombing. bombing and you'd be like, oh, what's this? And then you'd be curious. And so for you may have no idea what's going on, but then you see the headline. You're like, oh, now you know everything about it. And then that can maybe mm -hmm. it doesn't affect the game in any way, but maybe it. You, the, makes a person curious to read about something that they wouldn't actually care about or, or whatever it is, maybe in like a bad way, right? Like, like right, it's not a right. positive. Sometimes information is, <laughs> isn't necessarily beneficial to you. <laughs> right. When you're, when you're first, when you're first, um, what do you call it? When you're first, like information, your first yeah. knowledge about a game is just negative. Mm -hmm. It's just like the first thing you heard about this is there's a controversy. Right, right. And that controversy has a way of has a way of expressing itself. And like the game's not out for two weeks, but it already has a two point one score on Metacritic. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like, I think you're right that that doesn't matter mm -hmm. because most people who are savvy enough to look at Metacritic mm -hmm. for a game's quality are a not going to just look at the score and leave. They're going to skim a couple of reviews, right? They're going to look at some individual statements on like how they feel about it. 
Yeah, I mean, because that's what I always do. I, I, it's, it's always like a if it's. I mean, to be honest, most games I sort of know I want to purchase. Yeah, just from watching a, a trailer or not like that. Like, oh, yeah, this game looks like it's for me. This game doesn't look like it's for me. And I don't know if that's because of growing up in a time where you didn't have uh, Metacritic to help you pick games like you sort of had. Right. Whatever game magazine you liked and then your friends. Yeah. And that was it. And you just had some pretty pictures much. To, to decide. And, and from there you and and, and I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm pretty probably just because I've <laughs> played an absurd number of games for way too much time yeah. that you have a really it's very easy to to look at a game, even most of the time from pictures, and think to yourself, "Yeah, this is something I want to play." Or yeah. a, a short description, and be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, this is this is for me." Or yeah, oh my you God. can look right at and be like, "This has features that I've identified as desirable in a game. This mm-hmm. is probably doing a gameplay loop that I approve of. I'm probably yeah. gonna like this." I, I yeah, think so... that in general, reviews and reviews, specifically scored reviews, mm-hmm. have are almost completely meaningless at this point oh my well especially numbered reviews right so so it's it's sort of like the school i mean we won't get into that but the the idea of how grades work are, are kind of comical because a, a yeah. five out of ten should not be like holy crap that's a five wow it must be terrible yeah like that should five should just be yeah that's that's an average game right right like that's, that's, what, that's it's what five supposed out to of be. ten should mean but nobody thinks that way and, and no, if, if a game had average. a Right. Yeah, seven is almost skirting the line of bad for a lot of people. You know, it's it's we we have very depends have on very how much strange... money went into the game. True, and and well, it's, it's sort of like a we have a very odd outlook of grades or scales like this in general. Where if you don't have you know a B or an eight or a nine or an A or whatever it is, it's, right, it's right, like right. why bother? I didn't I didn't even get there yeah. anyways. Whatever your grading system is or whatever your rating system is, where the the number is actually meaning to me, the number is almost always meaningless. It's more mm-hmm. of what the meat of the the number comes from right and that's why that's why i'm saying like people i think people are more likely to skim reviews for Mm -hmm. recommendations and like let's not as much as i as much as i cringe to use the term let's not downplay the significance of influencer marketing here Mm -hmm. like people are increasingly figuring out if what games they want to play by just watching other people play them absolutely well, and I mean, getting, it's, it's, and it's, getting it's super powerful. Yeah. Getting the getting the impressions of people that they've recognized as having like similar taste. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you you generally like and play games that I tend to like. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Are you playing this? Are you enjoying this? Like, mm-hmm. what do you like that? I think is how most people are finding their games now. I mean, let's let's we 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 briefly mentioned it just to each other i think but i bought a game because you were playing a game and i was like oh this is a game that i would like yeah simply by watching you play it was bloodstained right yeah. so i i didn't know what it was i had never heard of it because i'm not i didn't pay attention to a lot of kickstarters and and i bought like four copies because i bought one for me and for some friends and stuff and it was uh that's 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 on, on a really small scale right so the yeah. that idea of influencer which again <laughs> it is sort of like it's it's a term that I don't know. It's it it's, it's feel gotten right. it used, feels weird. It, yeah, it does feel weird. It's gotten like sort of used to death, I think, at this point. Yeah, and that's it's now true. like with everybody on the internet calling themselves an influencer. It's <laughs> yeah. like if if we're all influencers, nobody is. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like the term expert, right? Like, like <laughs> oh, any, man, yeah. everybody's an expert in whatever yeah. it is, because that's how they that's how the marketing gurus have decided to 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 label everything you're an expert in whatever it is that you've read one book about <laughs> mm-hmm. guru is also approaching that point 
Oh, it, no, it is. It's well, it's so <laughs> I think it's, it's like the joke. That's not funny. And then they, they, they keep hitting you in the face with the joke and suddenly it's funny again. So, so it's Guru's now ironically done the full, funny. Right, so Guru's done the full circle where it's, it was used way too much, you know, and now it's, now it's back to the point where, Oh, maybe we can use that word again. Have it have some meaning. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Did you ever did you ever uh, get caught up in the oversaturation of people calling themselves like social marketing ninjas? No, 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 I didn't actually. I, I, so the when I was doing the YouTube stuff, it was pretty much just Diablo three guide. Speaking of Diablo three. Yeah. And I, I knew you'd, I knew you'd done a lot of that on your channel. That's why I brought that up specifically. <laughs> oh, OK, yeah. And so, no, I never I didn't do any marketing. My my I was just pretty, I was decent at making keywords, I guess, for videos. I have no idea how YouTube works anymore. It's been a really long time. YouTube <laughs> doesn't know how YouTube works anymore. Yeah, right. So, so I don't, they are making I never it did up as they go along. And I was actually, if anything, I was the opposite of what, like a lethargic ninja. Cause I did not do a good job of marketing myself. I didn't even tweet out links to videos. Oh, I don't ever. mean, I don't mean you specifically. I mean, like oh. that was like a thing that people were putting on like their job applications. No, like, no, 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 like, pe- like, no, like people were asking for like, we're, we're looking for a, we're looking for a no. marketing ninja, like a, like a, like a, it was like a trendy job statement. Well, yeah, it's like a trendy <laughs> thing for like these little startups. And it's like, we need you to, we need you to be a ninja in these skills. <laughs> we need you to stealthily murder the opposition <laughs> from the shadows. We need a, We tools. need a, we need a, an effective spy and saboteur. <laughs> no, like that hit the, that for a while was starting to hit the same fever pitch as like expert and guru. I'm, like I'm it was really being used in it was being used in like the same way. That, that just feels like people that that it's it's like a misuse of of I I got everything we're saying today sounds awkward but gamer lingo, right? Like it's like a mm-hmm. um Somebody thought that that was cool, so they, they ran with it. There was, oh, shoot. It reminds me, there was this ad on Twitch for a, it was a way to, like, market artists, I want to say. But oh. they, they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen so that one. It was it was only around for, I don't know, it was on Dota when I was watching some some pro Dota stuff. And, and ah, the advertisement, enough. the characters kept talking, or the characters, the, the people in the commercial. Uh, the they're characters. Let's, let's, be, let's be real. They're playing a character. They're playing a character, of, and the character is someone who's enthusiastic about that product. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what we, nor- that's not what normal people call uh, uh, human beings in, in commercials. But <laughs> beside the point, they, they kept talking about how they could up-level their skills. And oh, okay. I, I, I yeah. didn't understand like up level who the, who says up level that doesn't even make sense. Is it level up? Are you just trying to say level up, but you don't want to use the word level up because that's associated with games. And apparently up level is a thing that they use sometimes in business to, to mean level up, whatever it is. But I, I just, I don't understand <laughs> what, 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 how do you think that went when they were deciding what to call it? Like, oh, we're leveling up like in a game. Yeah. Yeah. But games where well, we can't use that, we should, we should, we should change it. And then they didn't know what to do. And someone's like, well, how about we just up-level it? I'm like, oh, wow, that's brilliant. That's- this is this is another one of those, like, throw the English language in the dumpster with some <laughs> yeah. lighter fluid moments. Right. <laughs> and it, But it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It it gets <laughs> most of the job done most of the time. <laughs> we just we're just gonna that's, we're that's up leveling the, our podcast. That's the back of the box quote for the Rosetta Stone English, <laughs> like English language software. <laughs> Don't use Rosetta Stone. I hear it's garbage. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, Duolingo is not bad. Yeah, I've, 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 I've used that bad. a little bit. But uh, yeah, I think I'm showing my age with Rosetta Stone, actually. I don't even think that's really a big thing anymore. But anyway, that's know. that's that's the back of the box quote for for learning English. Gets most of the job done most of the time. That's <laughs> to be the fair, best English thing is, I can say about it. English is one of those languages that's um, it's it's really easy to speak poorly and really hard to to speak well. Like it's it's a it's a language that you can someone can utter some complete nonsense at you and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, and and uh, you can move it along because the everything about English is just kind and of and then an you record it and upload it as a podcast. Right, right, exactly. This is what's happening right now, <laughs> literally right now, live. It's a live demonstration of English getting most of the job done most of the time. <laughs> if if you're still listening, <laughs> Tom, what have you been doing this week? Let's. So I, there, I've there talked some, about uh... my Metacritic thing. So I like I I think that's interesting. I think it's cool that they're like they're putting a, a message down on it. That's I like the message they put is like, hey, th- spend some time with the game before you review it. How about that's that, I was going to say that what I like about it is that it's stupid to have reviews for things that aren't out. Right. Like, like that doesn't even make sense. Right. And, it's, and if, if and it's it's equally stupid for reviews to be available the moment the game is out. Mm hmm. So and, like and from from individuals that don't have a position where that makes sense to have. Right. Obviously. Right. Right. So, yeah, but, like. Uh, well, like and the 36 something... hour waiting period is like, yeah, you could most games, you could probably beat the game in that time frame. So that's a reasonable <laughs> amount of time to wait. Yeah, exactly. And and it's and it may send a message like, hey, let's not use this game as a as a platform for whatever you're, you know, as a soapbox for your for your thoughts. Well, I, and I think feelings. that like most of the most of the, you know, gamer rage <laughs> that comes to a lot of these Life's games so for, for whatever it is that they're doing that has blighted these poor gamers where they had, they need to let the, the world know about their plight. <laughs> and we just lost 10 viewers. Listeners. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, people will complain about anything. And I think yeah. that like, it takes some of the wind out of the, uh, I, I think a lot of those rage moments are about decisions and things they're about delays they're about you know story content that hasn't been fleshed out yet they're about platform choices or like super extraneous stuff it's it's the equivalent of reviewing a product on amazon and complaining about the the shipping where it's like well yeah maybe the shipping was bad but that's Mm -hmm. not the product's fault that's the shipping's fault and of course there's no other place to complain about the shipping so I, i i kind of get it but at the same time it's really frustrating when you read a review and it's they left this on my door and that's not where it was supposed to be as well. Okay. But did the product do what it's yeah, supposed to like, do? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, you don't like that. The character is now uh, a different, whatever than, than what you think they should be. But is it still, did, did they do, did they deliver on the other promises? Whatever yeah, it is. I, the, I, <laughs> like the, the two star review. That's like product works as intended, but <laughs> right, yeah. and it's all in caps. <laughs> yep. Or caps with periods in between each word. Yes, it's like, yes. how do you even type like this? How is yes. this happening? <laughs> so I think that a lot of the, I think a lot of that stuff uh, that people get angry about <laughs> when it comes to the whole game hype release cycle yeah. is stuff that happens before the game arrives. Yeah. Yeah. In most cases, I think it is. I think it is for a lot in a lot of cases. It is. People are upset about this, something in this trailer or something in this announcement or something that is weeks or months before the game comes out and they want to go review bomb it because they're angry. 
yeah, and it's it's kind of a bigger, it's it's sort of a bigger issue with just social media in general, where we all believe that our opinions are important, and yeah, you you have to you should listen to me because I have a place where I can write it in. It's yeah, public. yeah, right. I mean, yeah, and and like I think that the instituting a thirty six hour uh, wait on user reviews gets you past a lot of that because a lot of those you know a lot of those big pseudo non-controversy moments mm-hmm. are completely forgotten about within a week mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly and, and isn't that the truth though because because the next game is coming out the next thing to complain about yeah. ready to go or and they that don't care game they're done. is still <laughs> happening and there's more to find out about <laughs> and like and it's not that people like shouldn't get upset about things like oh no no not, absolutely it's not. not that people can't express their displeasure and like downvote a trailer video on YouTube, but that's downvoting the trailer video on YouTube. That's saying like, well, I'm dissatisfied with what you've shown in this content. Well, and maybe the there game should be a review, website. The user review on Red, on Metacritic is about how do you find the quality of the game? Yeah. Does, as is it the is game in your doing hands. the game things. Yeah. Right. Right. Like now, if the story is really bad, sure. Knock it. Like if, if the character doesn't fit a hundred percent and, and there should almost be like a, a website or a place where people could, talk about these things outside of a here's a 2.0 rating right like it would, it would have the same impact for the people that want to complain maybe sure um, i don't know i, I think that another... twitter basically serves that purpose for most people ah sure yeah that makes sense i could see that especially because twitter is is literally literally designed around being as edgy as possible to get to to essentially to, to yeah get, right is to get that idea you have to you have to say your comment in whatever how many characters you have like 140 right, or something right. and no it has to time be... for nuance yeah, yeah, yeah. The nuance is, the nuance is in crafting the message as opposed to what's written, <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I like. <clears throat> in as much as reviews even matter anymore, mm-hmm. um, I think that's. I, I think that makes it better. I think yeah. that makes that whole proposition a better thing. And like, like you said, our review, our user reviews, really important to like a purchase decision. Nah. You know what though? I I I have found with games on like steam like let's say a, a a game that i'm on the fence about the user reviews can tip me in in one direction one way or the other now i don't i i you know i sift through them i it's it's not like a oh the first one i see is the one i go with but i i can see where user reviews would be important to somebody if they don't if they really don't know if they want to play the game and 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 you're convinced that the 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 review sites aren't giving an impartial mm-hmm. review right like yeah. i could i can i can see I, I would, do, but... I will admit when I'm looking through games on Steam and I see that mixed, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious, like, that does give me, that does give me pause and I'll go down and I'll read like, okay, I'll read a couple of bad reviews. I'll read a couple of good reviews because yep. that's, hours I think played, that's, that kind of a thing is a big one for me. Like I'll look at, okay, is, is someone giving it a bad review, but they played it for 30 minutes. Right. And, and it's because they couldn't get it to low. 0.3 hours on record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. And so then it's interesting, or is it, you know, because of Wolfenstein and other reasons why it's, right, it's right, a mixed right. review. It's yeah. Then then you're like, oh, well, let's let's look into this a little bit further. But that's sort of how I look at the world right. anyways, where you, you see a thing and you're like, well, why? Who funded this research or what, what is this coming from? Why is this happening? That's yeah, if of... I if I see the downvote and all of the downvotes seem angry that a woman is in the game. I'm going to be like, okay, I could probably pick this up safely. <laughs> if if this is the major complaint about this game, then, well, <laughs> I'm going to guess this is just a like, angry do you ever Do you ever look through and read reviews on Yelp? No, thankfully. <laughs> they're actually, they're, most of them are not bad, but you oh, can okay, look okay. through, like, 
They're like, Yelp is, Yelp is fine. No, I'm not saying it's a cesspool of toxicity. Right. But you will see the two or three star review where it's like food was great, service was terrible. And I'm like, I don't give a single damn. <laughs> like, if unless it's like a really awful. I mean, I, there's been places where there, the service okay. is unforgivable, but yes. I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Well, especially because you might be doing takeout anyways or delivery. <laughs> there's the there's the bad service that is the food came out cold and then they were rude about it. Right. Yeah. And, and then, then you're afraid and there to was, even and get there it was reheated. a bug in it and <laughs> Well, Jesus. You yeah, know, now, like, now we're getting serious. Yeah. I mean, there's there's the there's a degree of bad service where it's like, okay, this is like actually harmful to the experience. <laughs> I see but, what you're saying. I, I would like to see the review. <laughs> it's just it took too long and I thought they were very rude. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see the review that was like, I found a bug in my food, but it was delicious. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that does <laughs> That does sort of turn off the whole dining experience. <laughs> Maybe a hair is, is less severe. Because <laughs> yeah. there's always that moment when you find a hair in, in your food at a restaurant. And it's like, is this mine? Did I, I don't do think this. it's mine. I hope this is mine. Is it yours? <laughs> yeah, like, you, you sort of have to justify it to yourself because there's that part of you that goes down this really awful train of thought. You're like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> it, must, it must be mine. Just push to the side. It's, yeah. <laughs> It's red, and I, my, I have salt and pepper here. It's clearly mine. <laughs> yeah. Because if it's not mine, then I have to worry about whose it is and where it came from. But and that's, you know. And I'm, you know, I'm hungry. So <laughs> that's that's what I was going to say is the, the truth is I'm usually hungry enough where it's like, well, yeah, it hasn't killed me well, in the past. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> There's a do you. As we meander further away from where we're supposed to go. Sorry, right, I'm, I'm going to bring you back to talking about Ghost of Tsushima in a second. <laughs> there, there, there's this comedian that I love, Jim Gaffigan, and he has this one oh, yeah. part where he's talking about eating food. And he's like, you know, you know you're a glutton or something where it's like you finish the entire meal. And you're like, well, that was horrible. I need to eat something else to wash it out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those sort of moments where it's like, oh, the food's here. I'm going to eat it. I'll, I'll worry about what it was later. <laughs> if you spent money on it, it is... It like it is very difficult for me to eat food that I, for me to not eat food that I dislike if I spent money on it because it's like well it's not I'm not gonna get anything more uh, I might as well at least get the calories out of it, right yeah, like, yeah exactly there's no then I can complain about that here. too, <laughs> but so back on back on our our track because that's that's what the whole point of this this week is is staying staying focused and uh, all of that and, and such as it is. And as much as we're able to, it's fine. We're we're good at that. We're good at that. Yeah. Um. No tangents here. What was speaking what was, of tangents? <laughs> yes. No, not really. I've just. Oh, that's dang. the joke. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was. I good. could like going off on a tangent <laughs> about a tangent is the most meta. It is. It is. And then. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to do that to listeners. We are literally doing that right now. Yeah, you're we're, right. We're, what did you do? Is this, this week, more Tom? meta? Is 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 it more meta to go off on a tangent about a tangent that was supposed to be a joke and then explaining <laughs> And then going off on a tangent to explain <laughs> the joke about the tangent about the tangent. And and we just committed the worst sin, which is explaining the joke. <laughs> that's that's the worst. I'm I apologize to Tom how's goes to Tsushima. It is uh, Assassin's Creed in Japan. It's it's exactly what you think it is. I've only played it for about 
maybe like five or six hours so far. I, okay. I have to say, if, if you want, if that sounds fun to you, if Assassin's Creed in Japan sounds fun, you will you will enjoy this game quite a bit. There, there's a, I feel like people my, have been asking for that ever since, like, ever since Assassin's Creed hit, like, the U.S., like, yeah. since 3. Yeah, and where it, it was it, sort of like they're doing theme, like, more more uh, themes all over the place. Like, it, right. it, can, it doesn't have to be in a specific kind of zone or whatever. Right, like, one, once we got this sense of, like, okay, we're, we're hitting different, we're hitting different areas in different time periods now. Then it was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, Japan, like one hundred percent hit hit feudal Japan, like that's yeah, slam it's, dunk. It's it's it's, I will. One of the weird things is they 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 clearly wanted to make the game uh, very, they, like open world user friendly. So you know you're going yep. from point A to point B, and then a golden bird flies in front of your face, and it's like, hey, follow the golden bird. And you're like, oh, all right, and it takes you off to like a a really pretty location that's like a, a shrine or something or a. Uh, uh, a hot springs <laughs> the first shrine i came across was comical because the you talked to the lady that's supposed to be taking care of it and she's saying how it's good that you're doing you know you're you're getting the 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 the, the mongols off your off out of japan a bit and right you're, like, you're right. doing this stuff story yada 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 and then she's like but be careful if you're going to the top it's very dangerous i almost broke my back or something climbing to it and i was like oh okay and so as you start to climb up to it you get to one point where it's like ah uh, there's just a wooden plank off to the right and you have to like balance your way on that and then that takes you into this sort of long uh cliff climbing st- scenario where you're going through stuff or whatever it's like how did how far along did this shrine maiden get before she decided this was too dangerous like it seemed like a very yeah it seemed right. like maybe the steps were going to be unfinished or like maybe the railing was gone or something uh-huh. like that so it was but then I, it's I like death trap mountain <laughs> right? yeah. and so I, I i you always i mean that's just that's just open world gaming right like everybody yeah, loves sure. or at least i do where, where you're it's supposed to be a very serious moment and you're just sitting there doing circle tumbles around the NBC chatting about oh, absolutely, something yeah. <laughs> or, or doing dumb little bunny hops or climbing around like a, the, like the horse stable while they're telling you about some awful thing that happened to their child. Yep. Um, if the, if that's... the game will not provide me levity, I will bring it myself. Yes. If the game, well, especially when it comes to those cutscenes where it's like, if I am not locked into place, I have to keep moving for some mm-hmm. reason. <laughs> but uh, they have this really cool feature where, cause it's all about honor and, you know, samurais and right, that sort right. of jazz. And so when you go into a settlement for the first time, that's being occupied by the bad guys, you can, you can call them out and be like, Hey, fight me. Mm-hmm. And then you do this little thing where, um, did you ever play, uh, what was it called in super Kirby superstar where you had to yes. do like a standoff? What, what is that? I can't oh, that's, that's um, like Samurai Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a, somewhat appropriately? A, I think, I think it has a catchy title though. Oh my God. I thought it was just Samurai Kirby. Maybe it was. Keep talking. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, please do. But anyway, so so you go into the settlement and you're like, "Fight me!" And then you have to you hold the button down and you just kind of wait. And then the second the other person starts coming at you, you release the button and then you slice them. Yeah, and you can yeah, get upgrades totally. to make it so another person will come and another person will come, and you can like keep fighting them in that direction, in that way. And it just feels cool. I don't know why. It's it's not it's not super innovative. It, it's not special exactly. It just feels good. I don't I don't know how to explain that. Uh, and the sword, I I. I like swinging the sword into the into the people's faces. It's it's it feels good. The the combat's nice. I I like the 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 the, the feedback, the tactile sort of the the little rumble in the controller and the visual. That that uh, goes on the Metacritic review right there. <laughs> Seven out of ten. I like swinging the sword into the people's faces. Exactly. That's to be honest. That's really what you're looking for in 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 a, in a game like that, right? Because you know, honestly, if you can achieve that one goal, you like you can you can do a lot with your game. 
Yeah, because like, sometimes like, yeah, like the sword combating... into face is like the the baseline of quality. It is. Well, it, I think it's sort of important because if you think back to a, the, uh, I think we mentioned it during last week's podcast, but I think the last Assassin's Creed I played was the second one. And mm. the combat there was sort of weak when you were in an open setting, right? When you're fighting guys at like a bunch of people at once, it was, it, it didn't feel that great. What felt good in those games was sort of the climbing and then doing like stealth kills, all that sort of stuff. And what's fun about Ghost of Tsushima is that the, the stealth kills are enjoyable, but also the if you want to just go in there and fight people in, in a big rumble, that, that also feels good, which yeah. is nice. I heard there's, uh, maybe it's an unlockable upgrade, and I, I don't know if you mentioned it already, but I, I heard there's like a, there's like a quick draw mechanic type of thing. Yeah, yeah, so that's sort of the, oh, I think anyways, that's sort of the, is the that calling people out. Okay, yep, that's, yeah, that's what you were talking about? what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I think it's called standoff, maybe? I should probably... <laughs> pay more attention to what things are called in video games because <laughs> i just did the fine. thing and it felt good <laughs> we all come up with our own names for them anyway <laughs> you know it's it, I'm, I'm really happy that we couldn't come up with the the name of because isn't it's like kirby samurai or kirby showdown is it just called kirby samurai i because it's called samurai kirby if it's samurai if it's the kirby, one where right. it's if you're talking you about the one that the i think you're the... talking about where it's like like there's a there's a prompt and you have to hit the button as quickly as you can mm -hmm. yeah that's it yeah that's samurai kirby Oh, I thought it had a name. Well, it, it made me laugh because I also started playing Paper Mario this week. And when when the, the clown car, the Koopa uh, clown car popped up, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's what that is. And they're like, oh, my God, Dean and I couldn't think of that name. <laughs> yeah, that literally came up and we just like stumped on it. <laughs> so it's I'm, I'm glad it was it felt like it was happening to me, even though it wasn't because you had the right name. It just I, I didn't want to believe that that was the right name. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to call anything clown anything. No. No, it's just how it Except goes for the Koopa, the Koopa clown car. Right. I mean, OK, you know what? This <sighs> weird thing, but like, I don't want to call it the clown car, but like calling it the Koopa clown car and getting that alliteration in there actually somehow makes it better. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, right. I does. don't know why. It feels it. It feels. Why is it a car? I <laughs> It's a flying car, but it's it's it has none of the features of a car. <laughs> well except in smash i think bowser jr can actually like use yeah, it as a cart he does but then it's a cart and then it's it's clearly supposed to be that but yeah, yeah I, don't I don't know, know. don't it's i, I don't not, know that's that's not worth thinking about too much literally um, don't question it oh one thing that is cool in 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 ghosts is that uh or ghost i guess technically is you make haikus at certain points and okay so you you can you go to like a pretty place and you start to meditate and then you can uh, pick a spot on the screen that has like a little, you know, sort of a radial dial that yours that obviously is selectable. But there's multiple okay. ones, so you can pick which. Um, what what are the what are they called? What are the haiku? I know it's like five seven five, but what 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 is the term for them? Oh, um, uh, line phrases, phrases, uh, stanzas. I, I was gonna say stanzas, but that didn't feel right. But that's probably what it is, right? I think stanzas for. I don't remember. Yeah, I think matter. it's for like different types of poetry. Yeah. Like more yeah, Western that's... types of poetry. There probably okay. is like an actual Japanese name for it, but I don't know. Oh, no, I was not going to ever come up with that. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I'll start with stanzas. Stanzas. That, that's that's what my, my gut wanted to say, but then I felt embarrassed not to say it and then have it be wrong. And then I've made it worse by explaining that. If uh, we're wrong, we will hear about it later, hopefully. Yeah, true. Because that means somebody. And then we'll learn. And, and that's good. 
<laughs> Anyways, you can make these haikus and then they become, you get like a thing, like you get a charm or a something like that. And mm -hmm. then the haiku that you created is on that item. So it's sort oh, of like, cool. they, it's, and I don't know if that's like that for everyone. Cause I've only done it twice. Um, but it's sort of this, I thought that was fun that it was the, 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 obviously it's a very minor thing that doesn't actually impact the story in any way other than, Hey, that's neat. Uh, but I, I like that it was your choices was then imprinted on the item for yeah uh, that's for the rest like, of the game I, i'm gonna be honest with you like for some reason there being a haiku like a haiku <laughs> generator mini game yeah. like that is that's come closer to selling me on ghost of tsushima <laughs> than anything else that i've seen aside from like some of the visuals you but know, it's, it's real hard to sell me on a game on the visuals alone i because i can because you know i can look at most it games have it. pretty games yeah the, but like but yeah other, that's uh, that's actually really cute i like that <laughs> yeah that's that's how i felt that's exactly what was what was my feelings i just like oh cheese come check this out this is fun um the other thing i like is how you know usually these open world games have some kind of direction system telling you where the next objective is right totally and so this one it uses wind you you if you if you swipe up on the uh whatever that pad is called on the on the on the oh PS4 the touchpad yeah the touchpad yeah if you swipe up it it makes a gust of wind in the direction you're supposed to go in okay. which I thought was a, a nice touch as opposed to having because I, I think the new Assassin's Creed has like an autopilot mode where it literally just drives your character to the direction you need to go because <sighs> someone was streaming that on Gamepedia uh, Dell was and so I was like oh that's oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Because she was just like, I didn't going know along. About there being like a play, yeah, I'm pretty like, sure it's autopilot. It me. I think so because her camel like ran over a person, and I was like, "What's happening?" He's like, "I don't know." The game's doing it itself. <laughs> like well, that seems awful. <laughs> like, guess, why is it killing strangers? <laughs> well, you know, Breath of the Wild kind of does a version of this because, like, the horse has like AI yeah. to avoid obstacles and stuff, so you can sure. basically just run in a straight line. Oh, that's true. That's true. And you'll kind of. There's, you know, there's not pedestrians to watch out for, so you don't run into that problem, but... <laughs> there's not a lot to watch out for. <laughs> but I, I guess there's a, you know, there's a... Ver I mean, it's a little bit different, because Breath of the Wild, it's not, like... Your horse is not going towards the waypoint. It's just staying right. on the trail that you've put it on. True. But it's kind of a it's kind of a similar feeling, right? Yeah. Like I think, you know, speaking of Breath of the Wild and open world games, it, it really did spoil me uh, in terms of exploration it's mm. it's so hard for me to play an open world game that that's good like ghost of tsushima is good it's it's not a bad game i would i would say it's just more of what you you already know what it's going to be right yeah um and when, when, you, when you play breath of the wild for the first time there's that moment where you just climb a mountain and you're like oh i can just go wherever i yeah. want and you can use yeah. food to keep really going as wherever you want and that 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 kind of ruined that experience of Oh, there's a tiny ledge here that I can't hop over. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, Breath of the Wild I think spoiled a lot of people because it's it's even still the only game I can think of where the concept is here is a big world and mm -hmm. actually go anywhere you can see. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's, it, like you can climb anything, you can go anywhere. There are games that say you can do that and then they put they like not there's, true. there's a hard limit on it somewhere. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, there's edges to the map well, of in course. Breath of the Mild. In Breath of, <laughs> Breath of, the, Breath of the Mild. Breath of the Mild. Ouch. Oh, that's that's <laughs> the, uh, review. that's the that's the tagline on the uh, on the bad review. 
on the <laughs> six out of ten Breath of the Wild review. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually, if if no one, I wonder if anyone. That's a wonderful uh, title for a for that. If you, didn't I almost like the game. want to trash Breath of the Wild, even though I like it, just to use it. <laughs> we should make the review and then the inside just says this is not how we feel we just thought, <laughs> we just thought this was a great title it, yeah or no you know what no you don't have what? to do that to breath of the wild because you can take like another you can take a game that's like aping breath of the wild style but it doesn't do it as well Ooh, that's even better because then like, it's like a, a double entendre of all yeah, of it, right? yeah, yeah. Then it's, it's like, like making breath fun of, of it for yeah it's breath of the wild but worse it's breath of the mild yes that's nice. that's yeah. Well, we've got. We just got to find the game that we want to make. Yeah. <laughs> that we want to review poorly. I feel we've done this out of order. We've got a <laughs> no, killer this line. Is, I think this is how game reviewing works. <laughs> it, yeah. There's a whiteboard of lines you have to work into an article, and you just have to find the. You have to match it up with the right game that exists. <laughs> oh or in God. our case, match one up with like come up with a line first and then just wait for the game to exist. To, to be fair, to be fair, I'm pretty sure the whiteboard of lines and reviews is not, <laughs> is, is actually real because there, there's lots of reviews that say something along lines of best when it gets out of its own way or something like that. Right. Like that, that's a, it's a there, there's a lot of very popular lines yeah. that people like to reuse and like, reviews that review don't actually isms. mean anything right? yeah well th th that's the most frustrating part though it's like what do you what do you mean what do you mean by that sentence like i know it says something and i know you think it means something but it's really hard to actually quantify yeah what you're saying <laughs> but surprisingly we've gone on another tangent somehow um that's all right it happens ghost of tsushima it was i i would say it's it's at this point i'm enjoying is it ghost just is ghost of tsushima like breath of the mild it's ooh. <laughs> oh man! Of, oh, we found of, it. In terms of exploration, I would have to say yes, in some to some extent. Okay. But okay. the combat is fun, and I don't know. I have a. I'm. I've. I've. I, think I mean, I'm just again, a really like, easy to please person now where I, I, I play the thing and it's like, yeah, I had fun with it. That's good enough for me. I, I'd give it a, so I, I operate more on a thumbs up, thumbs down kind of system. Sure, sure. Right? So it's, it's a clear thumbs, thumbs up. up. Okay. Yeah. I would say thumbs up if, if you know, which, if you, as long as you're expecting Assassin's Creed in Japan, it's a, it's a very, very happy, happy thumbs up. Yeah. Um, if you think you're getting something new and different, then clearly I don't, I don't know what you were expecting yeah <laughs> i think that's fair i th I think that's and i think that there's like there's a subgenre of games like that now mm -hmm. where you know there's a there's an established genre and this is a game that executes that genre you know competently yeah and it does everything that you expect it to do and it it's safe and you know what you're getting into and there's not really anything new but that's okay yeah, and it's it's. I wonder if, in ten years from now, I'll look back and have fond memories about it without it being remade or remastered or specifically talked about, right? Because there's games that yeah, you yeah. think back about on your own accord, maybe like a random shower thought where you're like, "Wow, that game was really good," or mm -hmm. or, or a memory will come up or music or something. Yeah. And I I wonder about. I don't think this will be one of those kinds of games. It's just sort of a passing. This is exciting for right now. Yeah, and that's good enough. Yeah. That's, you know, that's a perfectly fair review. And again, yeah. to, to bring it back around, like you said, you're only like five or six hours into it. So it's not like the uh, 
Oh yeah, it's not really a fair. It's not the it's, full it's, game review. It's just no. kind of a. It's just kind of first thoughts. It's more of just a taste, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's. I think that's. It, it's it's unfair. It's sort of the the idea of the, the like the thirty six hour delay, right? Like it's really unfair right, to review right, right. a game that's forty hours, uh, after six hours of playing it, and and after, uh, only doing like one, true story mission. Everything else was spent just kind of sure exploring the world around. Yeah. yeah. I, but at the same time, I think that's valuable because, mm-hmm. you know, you hear every every once in a while a game comes along and you hear about like, oh, well, it gets really good after the first 20 hours. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, mm, <laughs> you're assuming like you're assuming I'm going to spend a lot more than that in the game and that I'm willing to work through the that slog of mm-hmm. like a day's worth of playtime i have a I have like a, a really full hard dawn to dusk day yeah well it's it, that's a that's a when, when i hear that i think oh this is a bad game that has a good story potentially yeah right like basically it's, it's not a good video game but it would have been a fine short story or or sure. uh, animated movie or whatever it is um yeah because i'm playing the game it, there's a fine line between is is the gameplay play out like is it is it good enough to get me through it because i'm interested in the story and oh this is horrible it's right. not even worth my time why is this a video game do you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely yeah there there are some games where it's like it's not that much fun to play mm-hmm. but like the payoff is kind of worth it yeah like yeah. You, i think like deadly premonition yes is probably a really good example of that where like that game is not fun no, no, it's just but it's if you were just to play and, it for its gameplay, it's right. it's, it's bad. But it's, it's silly. Average, it's silly and weird in enjoyable ways. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, it's it's kind of worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a that's a nice way to think about it. So, what were we talking about that got us onto this? I have topic? no idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know what then. <laughs> I think it's probably time to transition into talking about. <laughs> do do I have a Do I have a segue for this? It's time to talk about the game that I, I think we're going to have differing opinions on this. It's time for so. the retro breakdown. Oh yeah, that's what this is about. Yeah, it's time <laughs> for the actual retro breakdown. We've we've talked about uh, we've talked about our headlines and in our games this week. Let's talk about Rygar, a game that could not be less relevant right now. <laughs> it really is it's it's so it's it's one of the games that's probably lost in time for the majority of people and that's probably all right <laughs> did you know there's a there did you know there's a rygar game for Wii? i well so i own the ps2 rygar game interestingly enough oh I was it's probably the same out, game it is it is okay. I, I looked it up because i was curious uh interestingly enough the I was cleaning out my basement my basement at my mom's a couple of weeks ago and I had some old PS2 games there and uh-huh. I, I had two boxes of Rygar. I don't know why. Wait, I did not what, buy two What copies. do you mean? Okay. 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 Oh, let no, no, me, let like me back up for a second. I thought you made two Rygar boxes fan. full of individual copies of Rygar. Yes, As I, had, in like I found 72 copies, copies of yes. Rygar. I'm actually a huge fan. No, no, uh, I owned 
I own, I don't know why I have two boxes of fries. I actually have no idea. One of them had the game in it, the instruction manual and the other stuff. The other box just had the instruction manual, no game. I, I have, I, I was befuddled. Not a clue. I, you know, you know I think it's even just, worse. I think it's oh, no, one no. of those games that actually like, despite its quality, still sold really well. And there I were just didn't... a lot of copies of it floating around. It's got that sort of like... I don't know anyone that ever played the game. I didn't play the game, so I have no idea where this and other yet, box came from. And How yet, I have two? And yet, last week, when we were recording the podcast and we were trying to like brainstorm an idea, you were like, "How about Rygar?" I'll tell you why. It's, like it's, it, it's actually it enters it like it enters that brain space. To be fair, uh, the 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 reason that was there in my in my brain space was another friend had recently played through it and had talked about hey did you ever play rygar okay uh, and i hadn't and it seemed like the perfect opportunity to actually play the game since since that's what this podcast since, is about since that's what this this is about yeah and yeah. And, I, and i had recently found the ps2 rygar which was then in my head and i had never played that either <laughs> which i don't think is, it's very good so I, I looked at I a little know. video of it and it looked like I want to say it came out before God of War. It looked very God of War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very PS2 action game. Yeah, it looked like it would be serviceable if you if if you just want to try it. But I don't know if it's if it's. I have no idea. Uh, well, before we get too deep into the uh, the breakdown of of NES Rygar, which is what we yes. both actually played. Yes. let's take a very real and not at all made up. This is a real thing. Word from our sponsors. So Rygar. Um, yeah. I feel I... like last <laughs> week we talked about Crystallis and we, our opinions on Crystallis were largely aligned, I think. Yeah, we. I think we both uh, uh, would have given it thumbs up and said, "Play this today." Is just know that there's going to be, mm, th- there's going to be some roadblocks because of the time. Right. It's dated. It feels dated, but it's impressive what they were what they were able to do, considering the date. Now, right. I feel similarly about Rygar in terms of it's dated, and I respect what they were attempting to do given the the time that it came out i think it's i think it's 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 impressive to me that both the time and the fact that the arcade version is completely different um so so rygar that i did not know yeah so rygar was a big deal in in arcades in japan and it was like this uh I want to say there's like 27 levels or something, right? That you could explore, but it was more or less just going from left to right. And when you got to the end of the level, it would take you to the next uh, stage, which I think is why in the instruction Ah. manual, remember there's that one part in the instruction manual that said something along the lines of, uh, as you complete the the boss, the level, the stage, like it didn't know what to call it for for the segment of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I felt like that's why is that they, whatever that's called in Japanese. I think they called it a round. Yeah, round, right? Yeah, it was like a round level or something else. Like level, uh, round, or stage. Yeah, yeah and but I, I think there's... round is a very arcade-like uh, Yes, exactly. Term. And so I wonder if the word in Japanese meant any of those three things. And whenever they were translating it, they were like, I don't know what best word to use here. <laughs> yeah, that's um, interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, and so the arcade game, when, when they were making it for the NES, because it did well in the arcades... Uh, they, they, they changed it completely, which is also why some of the naming is kind of weird. Like 
I believe your character was named Ligar in the arcade version. Yeah. Which in Rygar, that's the name of the bad guy. Of course, there's no connection. It's not supposed to be some right, statement right. about it or whatever. It's not like Diablo where the PC becomes you the, are the bad, demons. bad guy. Right, right. It's not, I mean, maybe, maybe that's what they're going for, but I don't believe so. No, um, I don't think the story is that deep. No, it's not. In fact, the story is virtually non-existent without the instruction manual. It's true. <laughs> it's it's, and it's barely more present than that with the instruction manual at least at least it connects the smiling faces line (laughs) it sure does it sure does but so so what's what's impressive to me about about rygar is is the time so it came out in 1987 right and the 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 fact that the game that it was based on uh was nothing like it and and it was more they they it feels like they played zelda and then they played zelda 2 because i want to say zelda 2 came out right before this like maybe four or five months which may have been enough time you know back in nes game development to actually change something yeah dev cycles were not years long at the time i don't think no i would this this is even this game doesn't even have the credits did you notice that yeah you're right nobody's no credits And, and if you go to the Wikipedia page, I don't believe it actually has, has credits anywhere there either. Um, yeah, now that you, I didn't think about it, but it just, it really just like you beat the, you beat the final boss and then the, the door opens and you get a, the end. <laughs> you get, you get a lovely uh, dove with a, a rainbow in the background. Cause obviously and the waterfall, everything's, yeah, everything's yeah. fine then for sure. <laughs> you opened the door to via oh. violence. You <laughs> opened the door to peace, and now everyone lives happily forever. The end. You've cleansed the world of all capital evil. Yes, <laughs> it's it's actually the old Resident Evil. Remember, words like Resident Evil. evil. That's that's how I that's how I pictured. That's uh, excellent. I like that. Being said, but but all of that aside, I think that those two things make the game impressive to me. If if I had played this, if I had been, I don't know, let's say seven or eight, playing this game on the NES. I'm pretty sure it would have been a game that stuck with me for my entire life as, as fond memories. Okay. Uh, and I, and I was really, I didn't realize that so many NES games had checkpoint systems. Let that, like, me back maybe we just you played up two for in a, a row. second. Okay, sure, 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 please. If you had played this game at age seven or eight, would you have been able to finish it? I have no idea. The games that I could beat when I was a kid sometimes still confuse me. <laughs> Like that's, that's I was fair. I, I played through some games that were horrendously terrible as a child. <laughs> I think it's I it, like so it's something that you don't really run into anymore. But like back when we were kids, back in our day, back in my day, yeah, we're we're doing it um, again. When you've literally... got a limited when you've got a limited set of games to work with, yeah, which I assume I, I assume mm-hmm. you like me had you know you had your console and you had your you know I don't know five to ten games. Yep. And you those were the games you played. Yeah, you could rent a game once in a while. Right, right, right. But like the ones that you had all the time, like you get to know those games backwards and forwards, front to back, top to bottom. And yeah, it didn't the, matter. It did the idea the idea of a game being good or bad didn't even exist in my like vernacular until I right. was older. Like it didn't even it didn't even uh, register is like oh right this is a game that i'm playing because it's here game. And, and i can play it, it. Right, it is yeah. game i play game mm-hmm. i mean like i put i sunk hours upon hours into the trolls game for for snes <laughs> yes because there you go Proof. it was there <laughs> so whatever 
So yeah, like I, I totally get that. But like what I was going to say is that this is not really a thing anymore, but it's the game. I think Rygar would have been the game that you own mm-hmm. for like six months and play all the time. But it takes <laughs> yeah. it like, but it takes you like six months to beat it. It would have been a game that I I would have, I, I would have done anything I could have to get the Nintendo power uh, that had the Rygar yeah. walkthrough in it. If that's a thing that existed, I actually yeah. have no idea, but I would have I'm been, sure it did. Yeah. I, I, that would have been for sure. Something that I would have, would have, would have, uh, wanted because uh, i i feel like this game okay so just to throw it out there i didn't have a great time with this game um, <laughs> yeah i know i know <laughs> it's and it's not because um it, it's a strange situation because i don't think it is objectively bad it, it actually plays okay aside from a couple of a couple of sticking points with yeah. like the the speed and frequency and randomness of enemy spawning yeah it was it was clearly I, I i want to guess if i had to guess the the people programming the enemies and things were thinking about having arcade hardware mm-hmm. as opposed to nes hardware yeah and they didn't they didn't tailor it properly for enemy spawning because usually nes games stop like oh okay there's four things on the screen let's stop whereas rygar's like hey let's uh let's add like four or five more here yeah and then and then have them shoot projectiles or drop eggs yeah yeah absolutely yeah, that that was like one of my first impressions in the game is like, okay, the game has within the first two minutes spawned mm-hmm. too many enemies, and now yep. the music is lagging. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I was actually worried when I booted up the game um, after suggesting we play it because I stood there for I don't know maybe a second without doing something, and a stupid rolling turtle bug yeah whatever thing. those things are it looks Rolled like a giant from... pill bug oh it's an animalized man wriggling <laughs> wriggling eerily. eerily um we should so... we should uh we should drop the link to the instruction manual in the description of this podcast so that people can go look at it because it is a trip we also it... said we were going <laughs> to put the box art for chrysalis in the last thing and we didn't oh that's right i don't think whoops that's right well i can i can always edit it after the fact so that anyone should anyone who uh checks it out after we did say those things i did i did but uh keep a a running tally of promises we we make during the podcast (laughs) promises to break later this is yeah this is like if you know you you have a couple of drinks or wave you're like yeah we're gonna do all these things it's like i don't no one ever does any of this things that they say they're gonna do they don't remember (laughs) even if they remember it it doesn't matter it's it's one of those things that just you say because you're in the moment in fairness the podcast last week was four hours long so i don't think even the listeners remembered yeah (laughs) but we remember well we just now after the fact yeah because we're talking about doing it again so that way when we do it next week we can say hey we didn't do that thing two weeks ago or last week anyways uh the the problem was i was standing there for a second and mm-hmm. the thing that the animalized man wriggling eerily wriggled right in wiggled right into me <laughs> and i started taking damage I was like what the what the what the f-? and so there's this this moment where i was like oh god this is gonna be a a long painful journey um, oh yeah yeah and then i i'm consistently really worried that we're gonna run into something that's too <laughs> difficult to beat yeah, well, that's with the checkpoint system, right? It was it's pretty freaking generous. It's very generous, yeah. I, the the fact that you got to a boss 
and then once you're in the boss room and you die, now mind you have to pretty much do a no damage clear after that, you pretty can much, still, yeah. but, but, but you can exit the boss room. And so yeah. you could go power up. Like, like the, the, the fact that the game had action that, RPG elements yes. to me is so cool. Yeah, I, I that is actually that. the idea that you can literally walk out of the boss room because you're because it does have a leveling system. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's it's very, very archaic, mm -hmm. but it's still it's still uh, I mean, it, it is a leveling system. It's OK. I think the leveling system is fine. Yeah, Um. it's it does actually call back sort of to the to the Zelda two leveling system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where um you can. At Zelda 2, you, you level up, you get you get your XP, you level up, you can level up your life, your damage, I think, or your yep. magic. Yep. And yeah, Zelda was much cleaner in the way that it handled its... Yeah, but it gave you the option, mm -hmm. right? I, like, am I, am I mistaken? No, no, I, you I have, think you, you could pick so you could choose. To, that was sort of yeah. like the, you know, that was, that was the, the, the RPG aspect of it. Right. So Rygar just kind of chooses for you. It just has thresholds where you level up. Yeah, and I think it follows the, some, the, the weird Pokemon leveling thing where killing certain enemies gives you more of one stat than another stat or something like that. Oh, that I'm not aware of. I, think, just, I could be wrong. It just seemed like, it, it seemed to me like every so often I would gain a life pip and every so yeah. often like my attack power would go up and I it would take less, it would take less hits to, to beat things. Yeah, I'm going to but, guess there was hard and fast thresholds for the, for the damage. I would assume so. Mm -hmm. but But I don't know that. But it like, and that all kind of happens in the background now. It the does. And that isn't a bad thing because like a lot of enemies spawn and <laughs> it gives you incentive for, it's kind of the opposite of what we said with Crystallis last week, where it's like at a certain point fighting enemies is a chore. So you just walk past them. Yeah. <laughs> Rygar is like kill everything. Yeah. Every, everything that you can hit, hit it. Like there's XP for it. There's, you know, there's the little star little tablets. Star. Yeah. Yeah, magic thingies. I barely used magic the whole game. <laughs> I, I I wanted to, but like you die so often and so quickly. Yeah, that, like, I, I, and it costs so much. The the star tablets are random drops, and there's yes. a magic meter that does not display on no. your overworld hub. I, I like you have to pause the game to see how much magic you have. Yeah, it's in your stat screen, quote unquote. And then it, and then there's three spells that you can use that the game doesn't tell you what they actually do. I think they're the in instruction the manual. manual they're does. in the manual. Yes. And this is, you know, 1987, uh, you that you're expected to read the manual. Yes. It, it's it's not only it's a requirement. It's it's yeah. not like a Hey, this has some information that might be useful. It's a, like no, this, you need to do this. This is the, it's... like, actually how to play the game guide. This information does not exist in the game. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't, like, it, it's here. It's not there. It's here. This is, this is what you need to know. Yeah. So, like, there is stuff in the game. What is it, like, uh, there's power-up. Which... Yeah, there's, it's, which, which extends the length of the, the disc armor, which is your weapon. Which we'll um, talk about later because I I actually agree with you that the disc armor is actually kind of an awesome weapon. Yeah, it's it's like a yeah it's it's really sweet. I like it. And there's, then the, there's attack and assail, which I think is a full is it like a screen clear? No, no attack and so it gives you you get ten hits without taking damage. I want to say so you can swing your weapon ten times, and you're invincible during those ten hits or something like that. Okay, I could be wrong. I I don't remember now, but I'm pretty sure that's that's what that was. Actually, let's. 
I'm, I'm kind of curious. And then what was the third one? The third um, one was recover, which I assumed was just health recovery. But I don't know yeah, how much it, health recovery. I kept trying to save up for it, but it costs like seven out of eight. Yeah, and it's I like would your always, entire magic bar. <laughs> I, would, I would always die before I filled it back up. Because as generous as the checkpoint system is, you still start from zero magic. And the star tablets that give you like one or two pips on your mm-hmm. magic bar are random drops. Mm-hmm. And, and the random they're, drops they're, from like any enemy. But it seemed yep. like some of them drop them more often than others, but they're still pretty much random. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's totally random, and I well, maybe it's not totally random. I'm but I'm but sure it, there's it, a I'm sure there's like an algorithm for it that people yeah, have like figured gonna, out. Some speedrunner sitting there going, "Well, <laughs> I'll show you, sir." Yeah, but uh, it's it, ninth enemy has the bomb. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's that's in that's, Zelda. Yeah. Uh huh. That um, was that was for the listener, not for you. You got it, but I was like, someone <laughs> someone listening to this doesn't know what ninth enemy has the bomb is. <laughs> And now I talked over you just saying that I got it. So um, do, do you want to do you want to dip into that just a little bit? Oh, the the OK. So the TLDR of Ninth Enemy has the bomb is it's a super cryptic clue that it, that an NPC gives you in Zelda that took people like years to figure out. And it's a reference to the algorithm in uh, the the item drop algorithm in uh the original legend of zelda where if i think it's if you kill nine enemies without taking damage the ninth one's the ninth one is a guaranteed bomb drop but i think there's yeah. more conditions to it i think there's yeah but it, but that's the basic idea is that, yeah. that it was a how to how to manipulate quote unquote the, 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 the drop the table. rng yeah. yeah so yeah it looks like attack and, uh, and assail is a screen clear i'm wrong where the b button does damage to all enemies on the screen and it can be used up to 10 times oh that's where the 10 thing comes in okay ah yes wait what yes. you can just yeah. full screen clear 10 times yeah i mean it does it That'll probably does damage most of a... stages yeah and it, and it only it only costs five five huh. uh mind strength number five used <laughs> So, okay, so that brings up something that I really wanted to talk about with Rygar, which is because I was saying, like, the leveling system is actually not bad. Mm -hmm. Um, It feels good to, like, it. Well, you get to the beginning of the game and you're having to beat up those turtle things and you have to hit them like four or five (laughs) times. Yeah. And then you and then eventually you get to the end of the game and most everything is just getting wiped out in one or two. Mm -hmm. Like that feels good. That sense of progression, having more pips of health, even though you can rarely ever actually fill them because because health drops are even more rare than magic drops. (laughs) And there's like and there's like only one or two NPCs in the game that actually give you that full that full heal, the full heal. Yeah. So like it was cool to have my my health meter go up, but like I rarely had more than three pips of health. (laughs) I think that's a. Yeah, it's it, it it that part did feel super strange how they they gave you these tools to do stuff with, but there wasn't an easy way to. Yeah, uh, unless you're unless I, I suppose you could just get good. But, nah, <laughs> I mean, that's that's I, basically which, the option. That's which, that's the NES mantra. Yeah, I was going to say that's kind of the NES mantra. Exactly. Is that that's the if you're having a problem with it, it's your fault. Yeah, get <laughs> it's, good. it's certainly not bad game design or anything like that. Or it is, but still get good. What do well, you yeah. what do you expect him to do? Patch it? <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> that would uh But that like would not be a uh, good. No, it's just 
Well, it's there'd funny be too, thing. There'd be too many games to be patched. Oh, goodness. And the funny <laughs> thing is, games actually did get patched in that era. But like. Oh, you mean sub- like on like like uh, subsequent carts that were released? Yep. So yeah. like this happens a lot with games where like the speedrunners will play on the Japanese, uh, the original Japanese the first release, release. Yeah. Because they find bugs in the game afterwards that they fix on future on future prints of the game. And mm-hmm. usually uh, the the English or the North American release was like is, a year later is yeah, is much later. And it's a it's a later version of the game where they have fixed some of those bugs. Yeah, which is crazy or, or to think about, because like the best way that they like you think about like the 80s and 90s era of game design. Yeah. And the idea that people were actually continuing to work on those games after they released it's so cool, right? It's so weird. Like it's it's like now it's a given. Well, now it's, it's like it's, the game it's, comes it's not, out. It's, yeah, it's expected. Like it's oh like, wow, of course there's going to be problems when it first releases. Right. Well, not just that. I mean, like of course you know there's going to be a team of people who continue to work on this game after release because like there's going to be DLC and there's going to be events and patches. You got games as a service doing yeah. year round stuff. Like it's not str- it's not strange at all to see a developer continue to work on like that's that's sort of an expectation where people are like mm-hmm. oh we'll continue to support the game after launch mm-hmm. whereas like before it's like you send it to print and then it's printed yeah then it's then it's done yeah well and what's like, interesting what else, about what else do you want to do with it but apparently there were people still working on like oh let's yeah let's fix this bug or that bug well, and then the, there's some my one of the more interesting ones to me was in Ocarina of Time where the Fire Temple had so the original release even in America had um, religious chants in them as oh, part yeah, of the yeah, music yeah. yeah and so that was in the Fire Temple as an adult and, and then uh, later like subsequent carts that were released changed the music to not have that stuff right, right. anymore because they're like oh uh, that shouldn't be in there because it might step on some toes or what, like yeah, yeah. Or whatever it was. Um, so it's interesting that it happens. It can happen because of a bug, or it can happen. It it was like that's a, that's a political reason to patch right. the game. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting. I'm trying to remember how that connected to Rygar because I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, because we were talking about patching games. Yes, and it would be it would be a lot to patch. <laughs> yeah, it would be. <laughs> but <laughs> entirely too much. So yeah, it's like like, mu- like maybe music. <laughs> do we want to talk about okay i think so, you have to talk about the music in this game because it's it's, yeah. it's 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 very so we didn't talk about the music in crystalis mostly because we had a lot of other things we wanted to talk about and we just kind of forgot and it was it's good where you where you don't the, the music in crystalis just was there and it was it was lovely and there's lots of great there's like some catchy tunes and yeah I, it got great in a little bit but i i think that aside from the overworld theme which to me is like I hear that I, I hear the that theme. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. That is like that is one of those themes where it's like Crystallis. I actually like, knew it clicks the in my head theme. immediately. Uh-huh. Yes. I I had never played it before and I when I heard the theme I was like, Oh yeah, this is the music that I've heard on o- OC remix or whatever it is. No, uh, it was it was much more like visceral than and nostalgic for me. Like because you, yeah, you had played type, it as a kid, right? Yeah, it's it's the like this calls up memories. Yeah, like, I have that this, with like Chrono Trigger and Chrono yeah. Cross, that sort of stuff. 
where it's like when I when I hear this theme, I immediately think of this game when I think and and vice versa. When I think of this game, I immediately think of this theme. Yeah, like it's it is absolutely iconic to me, even though the game itself is not really iconic. But like that theme to me, like calls up calls up all of those memories. Yeah, I don't think any of the other themes in Crystallis were that powerful. No, and, but, and it's, but one it's of the good. cave ones was it's there, good there's, throughout. Yeah, it's it's I, there's a few that are that get grating if you're in a cave for too long. In yeah, Crystal, I remember uh, there but, being one like one of the water cave ones. Yeah, I, like, I lowered the eh. volume on my TV because I was sick of hearing it. But Fair. at the same time, it, that's that's not an uncommon thing for right. any like for with me and NES games uh today right there, there's always going to be one yeah even for games with a fantastic soundtrack like legendarily good soundtracks yeah there's always a stinker or two exactly there's always one or two where it's like skip that <laughs> I, I think rygar like is a little it's it's unique it is the opposite <laughs> there is one theme where it's like yeah I'll listen to that well and and that theme is it's like a full song where yeah. where it goes on for a minute or so, like yep. a mi- like where, where, where it changes and there's there's ups and downs to it, and you're like, wow, this is great. <laughs> there's a section that sounds like a solo. <laughs> yeah, it it sounds like the it sounds like the square wave is going on a jazz <laughs> odyssey solo. It's it's and it's yeah, really it's fantastic. Good. It's really good. <laughs> and then some of the music is four notes. <laughs> four really uncomfortable notes <laughs> i think you said it best actually was it sounds like the game's audio is glitching out yeah because sounds, of the thing that you sounds, did by accident yeah it sounds wrong it's because yeah. it's it is it is literally four notes and i you know what i might try to do is i might try to like i might try oh, to please edit. please I might try to edit in like a couple of loops of it because yeah, you right cannot. Now. Yeah. Just like under us speaking, mm-hmm. just like yeah, this, just you, quietly you, in the background. Let's, let's, let's painfully subject them to, to this tune. Yeah. Because it's, it is, it sounds like a mistake. Yeah. It's not that, that's just, a, that's a perfect it's not way. just that it's bad music. It doesn't sound like music. It sounds like a sound test that got into the game mistakenly and that they just forgot to take out and replace with the real track. It was it was is like the Space Invaders music, but without any of the the speeding up or without any of the impending sense of doom that those four notes created. The fact that. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? You just reminded me, actually, that it is basically the same as the Space Invaders theme. Yeah. But. Like on it, the slowest difficulty of Space Invaders. The Space Invaders theme is actually better. Right? A lot better. Because <laughs> it, <laughs> it actually changes or does anything else. Like, you might think that... Uh, I think it's I think it's uh, Durago Castle. Yes, that's what... Yeah, it's Dragon <laughs> Dragon Castle, Durago. Yeah. Once again. Yeah, it's it's literally two games in a row where like this this game from Japan is like let's let's call it Dorego or Dor Doragon. <laughs> yeah, and Dor- it's like What's No no here? no, it's it's definitely not dra it's a dragon. It's not it's not a dragon. It's not a dragon. It's nope, it's a dragon. 
absolutely a dragon. Dragon, a dragon. Dragon Castle, Dragon Kingdom, Dragon Boss. It's, this this particular uh, dungeon not only suffered from bad music, but it was it was a visual nightmare when you first walked. It's like when you're playing a game and it's it's kind of dark and in a cave, and then suddenly you're in a snowy plain, and they didn't they didn't adjust it quite right, and you're like, God, this is bright. This is so hard to look at. Except the entire dungeon is just a mess of uh, gray bricks. Yeah, and it's the same texture gray brick, and it has like a weirdly uncomfortable scrolling effect when you're yeah. walking over it. It's mm-hmm. oh man, it's oh it's it's, pro- oh, it's the worst part and, of the game. And and that's not even oh boy, <sighs> I forgot about this. It has one of the rudest designs <laughs> because it it, it 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 purposely trolls you <laughs> fully. Half of that dungeon is built specifically to waste your time. <laughs> it is a big looping path around to the right side that leads you to a dead end. But the dead end is just like the outside path of the of like the path to the boss. Mm-hmm. But you can't get through. You see like the pillars. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pillar. It's like a way. pillar hallway. Yeah. And you have to go around to the other side to get to the bottom. But that just shows you that it's there and it's like, ha ha, go back around the other way. <laughs> the, the dungeon even has the the people that you can talk to who are giant mammoth monk humans that are sometimes also gods when they have a face on their forehead. Uh, yeah. And I, <laughs> which I, I, don't, that, I really I, liked when you noticed that you're like, what's on his forehead? <laughs> I like it looks like it's it like does a child's look like, face. I don't think it's supposed to be, but it just looks like another face. I think it's supposed <laughs> to be like wanted. a I think it's supposed to be like a mind's eye or like a third eye type I think of so. thing. It's, but it just looks like a blobfish on but his just, like a blobfish yes. that's out of the ocean on his, Absolutely. on his on his forehead. Yeah. It totally just looks like Poor a, deflated fish. Yep. It just um, looks like a gross face on his forehead under his actual <laughs> or over his actual face. So they had they had people you can talk to in this jungle or this dungeon that are that are useless. They they they, they say things that <laughs> that does nothing after having to traverse their tiny little maze. Like like he's like, oh please help me find my daughter. Yeah, and that has <laughs> love, no relevance guy, to anything. That guy is the best because he's like, if you see Dora, go tell him to give ba- or ask him, ask, ask, him, ask him, him to give back my daughter. In quotations, I think. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And, and oh, this game loved <laughs> using unnecessary quotation marks on things. I, that's my favorite, though, because what is <laughs> quotation marking daughter is very strange. <laughs> yeah, that's that is true. No, I think it was it was. Yeah, because I, I mentioned like it said, ask him, ask him to give back my daughter and give back my daughter was in quotes. And I was like, <laughs> Is that like or code maybe for give, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am, think you might you, be right. Is, am I doing a drug deal for you right now? Is this, where is this old man doing? Why is he in Durago's castle anyways? <laughs> why are any of them any anywhere? Yeah, but this, and why the other are ones are just, fine. They're just monks in a mountain or on top of a high place. This dude's are, in the bad guy's house. I, they're everywhere. Just <laughs> And they all look the same. They're all... They're Unless all they have a blobfish on their head. They're all buff monk Santa... They're huge. <laughs> they're all yeah, someone, eight times the size of you. Someone in your jet said that they were they were buff monk Santa or the PC master race without their flowing hair or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> I just, two excellent descriptions. I and it's fun. Like once you see a couple of them, it's like okay, 
sure. That's that there is they drew one sprite yes. for people that can be in those doors. Yes. They are all just massive buff old monk dudes. And I, I have to say that while it's it's totally fun to 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 make fun of that, I don't I don't knock that as part of the game. A because it's a super old game, and B yeah, it it was it was from a team of people that were making arcade stuff. I want to say, um, if that's what was their, like if they were making arcade games originally, that kind of thing happened. Like they're they're probably not used to making sprites on the NES. Who knows? I don't even know what the dev cycle was for Rygar. Maybe Rygar was really popular six months before. Then they see then they had a whole different idea for it or whatever. Like and then Link. Yeah, two I, comes out and they're like, let's copy Link Two, right? I have, yeah. I have. This is more of just poking fun at a thing because it's, it's there and it is funny, especially by oh, today's yeah, standards like, of I, stuff. The fact that there's only like one NPC design in all of those doors <laughs> and that ninety percent of them are useless. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, okay, ninety percent of them being all right. It's more like seventy percent of them are useless. True. Well, because we because we did we both played through the game using a either some kind of walkthrough, like just like kind of giving you the, the, the headlines of where to go. Not, not, I didn't read all of the detail of it, but it was like, Oh, go to this place next. And then I, right, I right. used the instruction manual map that came with it. Cause I was trying yep. to pretend like I was playing it legitimately. Right. Um, but at the same time, like you want to finish it. Yeah. And, and what I was saying before is like, it's oh, a sorry, game yeah. that you'd, it would say, no, I mean like way earlier when I was saying like, this is a game you'd own for six months before mm, you beat it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's because if the game gives you very little direction and it just wants you to scour every corner of it. Yes. Yeah. And it's that's a very Zelda like game design. So you feel that. But Zelda rewards you by by giving you stuff mm-hmm. there. Like you can scour every corner of the map and you will find new and interesting things yes. in the by by doing that exploration. Yeah. And that's and, and cool. The- Rygar just kind of wastes your time. It's true. It's when it's, it's almost, I, it might be partially on purpose. So you level up. I don't know because if you don't I, level grinding up, some is of the bosses thing. become hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it might be something like that. It's also weird. So it's, it's really cool that there's the checkpoint system and it is very generous at the same time. It's kind of rough because then you have to play through the whole game in one sitting. Whereas, yes. you know, yeah. You Cause there's a checkpoint. Zelda. There's a checkpoint system, but no save function, right? You could not save the game at all. It is a, it is a one sitting game. And, and I, I don't know how long it took you. I, with a guide and a walkthrough mm-hmm. and like use of save states and rewinds towards the end there. Yep. Um, I, I, it took me like close to three hours. Yeah, I was. I think my if I were, you know, how you can look at the details on Switch Online. Oh yeah, it, it took me three hours to to go through the game, and I used re, the rewind feature the second half pretty liberally because I was like, I'm not dealing with. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to, I want to get to the end of the game. I'm having fun playing it, but at the same time, I I want to make sure I finish it. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like you want to have as pure a an experience as possible. Mm-hmm. But like at a certain extent, like I think the purest experience is walking around randomly on the world map, trying to figure out where to go. And yeah, it would have been just using the instruction manual. Yeah, that's, and that's that's, that's not fun. Mm-mm. Like it's, it's well, so that's and that's it a, that's is a fun part of the Zelda. game. It's fun in Zelda because there's a lot of different locations to explore, and there's a lot of different stuff to see, and there's things to get for doing it. I I would I would say that I would not have very much fun playing the original Zelda or Zelda two today in terms of 
just exploration. Like there's some things in those if you want to complete sure, them fully. Sure. Like like burning a random bush in a place, like right, like there's there's Right, yeah. Uh, some of that stuff is it's not hinted at at all. It's it's totally obscure and it would be practically impossible to find yeah, if without you don't know exactly of, where you're looking. Yeah, or you're willing to spend a, a lot of time doing uh, just random stuff, right? Like right, that's right. And that's sort of part Walk of on every screen and burn every bush and push every rock. Right. And, and so bomb that's more of wall. a, and, and, and I'm not <laughs> by no means am I trying to say that Zelda is a bad game. I, I love the original Zelda. I've played through it a bunch. It's, yeah. it's, it's a fantastic game. It's more of, if I'm trying to think about it as games are laid out today, which may be a little too handholdy, uh, compared to, you know, 30 years ago when they were, not handholdy enough in some in right. some areas where they were designed i mean essentially <clears throat> zelda and i think purpose. to an extent rygar are designed to essentially to waste your time yeah you're not supposed to buy the game sit down and beat it in in, in three hours that's not right. you're that's not, not that's yeah. not the point of the game the point that's of the not game the is intended to, experience exactly yeah the experience is supposed to be you buy it you know, you, you, you do your stuff, you get as far as you can. And Rygar, you can't save, which I think is, it's, it's on the one hand, the checkpoint system is amazing. On the other hand, not having a save is pretty, it's pretty horrible for this kind of a game. Like, I can't imagine an action RPG that doesn't let you save at some point. Yeah, beca um, because of how difficult it is to find where you're supposed to go and how little the game does to point you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that the, to beat Rygar without like explicit walkthrough direction yeah is essentially to just trial and error it it is that's yeah for sure and just like walk around and find stuff even where to go do sometimes that for right hours like 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 like, like not, not i'm sorry not where to go but i mean um where to go in a place you've already been because it does have some backtracking in it mm -hmm. that would be oh yeah yeah really hard to figure out there <laughs> Dude, there is a part in the game where you have to advance by shooting up a grappling hook to something <laughs> that's on a different screen. Yeah, and I think one of the monk people hints that there's a... I think they hint that you can do this. Like, I think it's a thing that... Uh, it's it's not completely impossible to have figured out on your own. Right. <laughs> but, but again, unless you're actually actively taking notes of right. what they're saying and what they're doing to you, which which... At, At the, the time, time, you probably would have needed to do yes. that. Yeah. So it's... Rygar is a perfect example of at the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like most everything we've said is a... Aside from the the, the horrendous music of, of Dragon Castle, most of the... Oh. the, the <laughs> most of the let's, issues with let's Rygar. not just call out uh let's not just call out the dragon castle because <laughs> actually a lot of the other music is also bad nothing <laughs> reaches that level yeah, it's that, just yeah. run of the mill bad yeah it's it's like super duper average just uh chip tune that doesn't really have any memorable any, moment to it yeah, at all no there's no direction to it it's just kind of like just kind of the under noodles the around the little bit theme. The underground, the theme, underground is so theme is good. so good. We're gonna we're gonna end the podcast with the underground theme because people need to hear the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can stop listening to us and skip to the end. I mean, <laughs> please, d no, <laughs> no way. Come back. We just wait a little bit longer. <laughs> but the but that the, that the, theme th that's so weird though because like 
the rest the rest of the soundtrack is average to atrocious and then that <laughs> underground theme is like why is this such a jam yeah yeah why why this here it's like it's like they <laughs> pulled in the fallen brothers for one track <laughs> <laughs> to put it into perspective, as you played through the game, you, you were more or less complaining about most of its features for, you know, the three hours that you were playing it. But when you get into the underground, you actually paused the game and let the entire MIDI play. Yeah, <laughs> it's that good. I yeah. believe it. Like I like that is a that is a listen to outside of the game tier track. Mm -hmm. There's a really nice OC. Again, I, I reference OC Remix a lot. I, I really enjoy OC Remix the, is great. And it's yeah, always and so been great. There's a there's a there's a there's a lovely Rygar one that I like that that does the underground theme. Good. I doubt there's one for <laughs> for Dragon. I Castle. bet someone did it ironically just to try to save it. Okay, you could probably do something think, with it. I because think about it, it is literally just four notes repeating. You can <laughs> do anything with that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You can do like it's so Somebody easy to it. remix because there's nothing there. Yeah. Like it's Oh boy, but you know what's... big big tangent time. Animaniacs? Yes. Yeah. You remember Wacko's two note song? I I actually don't. Okay, look that up later. Okay. There's there's I, a I... there's a bit called Wacko's two note song where he just <laughs> composed like and it's a little bit different because but it's just like the it's just the same two notes oscillating <laughs> and by the okay. like and it, it the melody never changes, but by the end of it, there's like this whole marching band, like orchestral rendition of it. Oh, I love that. I love it. It's a it's I, a great bit. And like it, and it's sort of was a good show. Child me was like, wow, music is amazing because mm -hmm. you can take something so simple and, you know, via harmony and chord modulation and just like you could just build and build and build and build and build on such a simple foundation and make a great piece of music, even though like it doesn't seem like it's anything you special. Should. You could totally do that with the dragon castle theme. Cause it's I, yeah. just this simple thing, but you could just build and build and build on it and make it something amazing. And now I have to go to OC remix. There's another, uh, little tangent there is there's a another there's a comedian who i don't actually know who he is i only know this one bit where he does a i think i want to say it's paco bell's theme and how he talked about how this song ruined his life because it was for for one of the, the instrument that he played it was just four notes repeated over and over and the the whole bit is him playing those four notes yep. and then so, showing how they're in a ton of different songs mm -hmm. as just those four notes uh that that's a that's I, um I, it's like a yeah look that up it's, it's that's a good the time cello too that plays those four notes ah uh, okay yep yep but yeah you know what's great though about rygar that i i did appreciate is the the items that you get i th so there is the sense of progression with items and mm -hmm. i think it's cool that you 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 get them and you use them now the implementation of using them is is uh sometimes yeah. a little rough yeah but it was neat that there is this like you know you get the grappling hook and now you can grapple across ledges now it, it, it's it's awkward that is that... kind of cool that the the items that you get that give you these little like again not to not to you know over compare it here but these mm -hmm. zelda like movement well abilities. it is it, it there's 100 percent. it's 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 if it were released now everyone would be like oh this is you know bad zelda right like yeah. i don't know how else you would explain it is bad it zelda. Other than that <laughs> i mean let's yes that's fair it's Breath of the Mild all over again. <laughs>
<laughs> the adventure of Meek. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. But I don't know. I, I had, I, I, I know it's not a good game and okay. I can't, I can't call it a bad game. I, I think there's, there's actual games that are truly bad, right? Like, yeah, like total recall on the NES is a bad game. Yeah. Um, there, there are some games that are, that are bad or the X-Men game for that. that isn't, I think there's an X-Men game on the NES that was horrendous. Um, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of horrendous X-Men games. <laughs> True. And one good one. <laughs> which one, which one do you like? I know this is totally off topic but which 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 one specifically are you talking about uh, the only okay so i'm probably wrong because i think there's a wolverine game that people really like yeah, and that that's not the one I, I had that's not the that. one i'm thinking of i'm thinking of the six player uh, arcade x god game. i love that game i was hoping that was the one you were talking about that's uh that's that one's welcome to die welcome to the x-men x chicken <laughs> <laughs> the the if... most quotable x-men game I was about to say if if you haven't there's there's a website called Zany VG Quotes, um, another mm. old website that has retained its look from you know the the 90s and maybe early 2000s. At this uh, point, has, it's almost worth going to those sites just to see the design. And yeah, it has the whole it has it has everything. There's even a part where Professor Xavier raps by accident. It's fantastic. Excellent. <laughs> that's that's real good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it's it's I can't I won't say Rygar. It's just right in the middle, man, as far as I'm concerned. I think, you know, we were talking just earlier about how, like, 5 out of 10 is supposed to be average. Yeah. Like, I'd put it right around there. It's, I mean, if by, by playing it today, by today's, like, just, just playing it now on the Switch Lite, I would definitely, or I mean the uh, Nintendo Online, I would definitely give it just, like, you know, it's a 5 out of 10. It's 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 worth it if you want to experience what games, what, what a game could have been... Uh, uh, like has a lot, it's a game that you'd say has a lot of potential, but it kind of lost it somewhere along the route. I, I think that like okay, so playing through that game, I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be fair to it. I'll be nice to it. Like playing sure. it through with direction, with a walkthrough, with explanation of what things mean. Mm-hmm. Um, much of which is provided by the manual. So I have to yeah. like for a for a nineteen eighty seven game, if it's in the manual, it's in the game. Yeah, like that I think counts. That's fair. That, yes. that that's you know we have to assume like if you didn't read the manual and the information is there for you and you're like how does this work it's in the manual that's how games mm-hmm. were in the 80s like mm-hmm. that's just deal with that um <clears throat> so there are some things that were confusing that um that are a result of that but that doesn't cover like where to go the order of where you're supposed to where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to bring to where um you know, you get the you get the old buff monk dudes saying like you can't go any further without the crossbow or without the grappling hook or whatever. But then it, there's no indication of where to go to get those. You just have to explore around. Yeah, the the, the team that put this together didn't it it doesn't have the so so Zelda it's, suffers from that too, right? The NES mm-hmm. Zeldas, both of them, they they kind of suffer from a you're supposed to explore and figure it out. But they had a little more. Well, not the first one, but the, the, the second one had a little more direction about right what you were supposed to do. Yeah, no, the first um, one is very much just find stuff. Go mm-hmm. around and, and at least there is there is the sense of like level one, like Zelda level one is like it's fairly close to the starting point. It's across this bridge, which, of course, you're going to go across because, hey, bridge, you know, 
there's this big bridge going over water. Where does it go? And then it's a big, yeah. it's a big spooky tree that you can walk into his mouth. And it's like, oh, there's a dungeon. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Like, and they they level, use a lot of, and it that's, says that's level classic one, Nintendo. Yeah. Yep. And that's that sort of classic Nintendo game design, which is, it's it's quite beautiful, right? Where, where it's, you know, Mario, you, you start the game. No one's ever played a game like Mario before. And you only have two buttons. They put one enemy in front of you and you're like, oh, what do I do with this? It's it's very obvious. Like, yeah. you know, there's, you, you figure it out. Aside from going left to right, but I just mean in terms of Nintendo right. design where they, they, they use what they have very well to to tell you where to go right and, and without, in some ways it's without kinda... explicitly telling you it's like you have limited options you'll figure it out with the options you have available it's sort of funny how that's actually changed in recent years where they've where they sort of smack you in the face with it what you're supposed to do next um, oh, and like there's a lot of games now where the button prompts never leave the screen right and and that's that's kind of weird uh, yeah but but that's that's another story for another day, and I think yeah, I think Rygar is it's it's just a it's it really is just a five out of ten because I was saying earlier so, how if I had played it when I was younger, I, it would be super memorable to me. But as the, I'm saying the, that, I wonder I'm, how I would feel. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah no, the go point ahead, go ahead. I'm the point I'm getting to is like I think that playing this game in that era without yeah. specific guidance on where to go would be extremely frustrating. Yeah, unless that's what you wanted, like you you what you. You you came into the game expecting it to be sort of this this game you meander around much like, <laughs> like but like the, uh, like that, well, that, like that. like Zelda where it's like you yeah. have to kind of go around and find where the next spot is. But the thing is, I, I I come back to this with Zelda. There are like there it's are way better s- map design. The the map is designed better. There is stuff to find even if it's not progress. Mm-hmm. In Rygar, there's almost nothing to find that isn't progress. No, there's so there, any, I don't think there's like anything, right? You don't the, get like the only having thing heart I would containers argue, feels so good. Yeah. The only thing I would that I would say counts as finding an item that's non-progress is mm-hmm. is the one monk on the overworld map that heals you. Yeah, true. He's kind of, yeah, yeah, there's it's like there's two of those, right? There's 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 a couple that heal you and then there's some the that one. will give you I think there's another one that full heals you, but then there's then there's some that give you like the red potion if you found the coat of arms or like if you completed one dungeon, then they give you oh, a yeah, red potion yeah. that will full heal. That's sort of one of those moments like, oh, that's cool. I got this yeah. this thing that will help me with my quest, even though it's not required to beat it. Yeah, there's a there's like a few of those, but I think you can count how many of those types of items there are on like one hand. I think that's it. I think we just did it. Yeah, I like they, they, those might be the actual only two. Yeah, because everything usable, else is required. Yeah, the other usable item is the is, is the, the flute is the flute. And you need that to get mm-hmm. to the last area. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's two. There's there's the one guy who will full heal you. And there's the one guy who will give you the full heal potion. And yep. that's it. And that's it. That is that's those are the only optional finds the whole game. The mm-hmm. rest of the game is just aimlessly meandering around to find progress Mm -hmm. and here's the thing so yes zelda's kind of like that too zelda has two things that rygar doesn't have zelda has other things to find other than progress and zelda has a save system yep and great music well (laughs) yes but i mean in terms of what makes the (laughs) i know i know in terms of what makes the aimless meandering okay yeah zelda does not expect you to beat it in one sitting and, and, and I mean, so if, if we're you really spend, comparing the two, the s- combat's better. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Rygar's combat isn't bad. 
No, it's not bad. It's it's certainly not bad. I I mean, I guess I was thinking about Zelda one. I'm not thinking about Zelda two. Uh, no, I'm even still like <clears throat> Zelda's combat is timeless, but like the the minute to minute gameplay of Rygar is really fairly solid. Mm-hmm. I know that that's so that's what that's what kept me. That's what, that's why I have positive feelings about the game. For for me, it was the the you know the sum of its parts. As yeah yeah. That's that's why I I had fun playing it. I I. I, I I wouldn't say go out and play it right now. Like if, if unless you know what you're getting into, it's not a game that you should bother playing. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I think it was, I had fun playing it. I don't know. It, it, Leah, it was enjoyable the... enough, I guess. <laughs> and again, I think that that is, <clears throat> I agree with you with the caveat that without specific direction, without a walkthrough or existing knowledge, I, I think it's much worse. I think we both had a reasonably good time with it because we had a thing telling us where to go. Yes. Otherwise, other, without, without that, it it is, I don't think I would have bothered without the, without the guide or some kind of walkthrough. Mm -hmm. What you're looking at is, a game that you have to boot up for like five hours to get like two items. And then you have to stop playing because you can't just leave the game on for, well, maybe you can. I, I have well, had those, I have had on, those moments. Switch you could. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about like, if you're playing yeah. on the NES. Yes. Yeah. Like you can try to leave the console on until like tomorrow morning to keep playing. <laughs> but like, that's like, that's a risky proposition. Sometimes you pick it up and it's just nah. <laughs> Sometimes you know. somebody walk next to the system and it turned off. Literally, that's all it takes. <laughs> but I mean, you see what I'm saying, though? Like you have mm-hmm. to you have to trial and error your way through all of this. And yes. so much of it is just a fruitless waste of time. And then you have to and then eventually, like, because you're not able to find your way in one sitting, you have to turn the game off turn it back on the next time start from start over from level one. You don't have any of your heart containers anymore. You don't have any of your powers anymore. You have to get all the items again from memory and mm-hmm. basically just like do that and trial and error your way through the game in multiple sittings. We didn't have that cause we had the walkthrough and I think that made it a much better experience. I, and I was going to say it's, it's kind of hard to it's, it's, it's sort of hard to even give it a full, like to judge it completely at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, well, there's like, it's, it's like the, you know, we have to judge the experience that we had, which was with mm-hmm. walkthrough. But I think it's important to say that like the walkthrough is what made the game serviceable. Yeah. I would, and without and that, it would have wasted a lot of your time for nothing but frustration. Yeah. And I wouldn't like that today. I, I, right. I, I don't like say that 30... today. That's right. That's what I mean. So like 30 years ago, I don't think it would have bothered me as much because that's that's if that was the game that we owned, let's say. Right. Right. And then I would have been perfectly fine. And in fact, happy that that's what it was like, because right. it just meant more time to play the video game that I that I had. Right. Uh, and you, it, you get to that point where like, you know, level one, like the back of your hand. And you, yeah, you, you know, through you can, the early sections and then yeah. like there's there's this catharsis in finding progress and finding something you haven't seen before. Yeah. 
and, it, just, and it meant a lot. Like yeah. it would have meant a lot as as a kid. So like I played through Star Tropics, and mm, it was that's it a was good this, example of that, right? And it was this really cool as a kid. It was like this is awesome. It's it's this game that takes forever for me to finish. It was mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it was I don't know, just a, like a really feel good memory of of playing a game on the NES. Uh, like a game that I almost shouldn't have been able to complete in my head, right? Like it was this hard game to right, me right. for some reason. Even uh, I, I was mostly playing like uh, Mega Man's and, and Mario's and stuff because those were yeah. the kind of games that I liked to play more, which were that you're very very straightforward, right? It's it's a you know exactly where you're supposed to go, um, and I think Rygar would have it would have filled that that same sort of niche for me. But I get that as as it stands today. I would only play through it as a thing to say, yeah, I played through that game. It's it was, and then record a podcast about it. Right. That's that would be. <laughs> I, I, I'll be I mean, honest. Let's be if, real. If, that's the only reason either of us played it. Yeah, because I, I was I wanted to play through it, and I I would have eventually I would have loaded it up. <laughs> I would have gotten killed by the stupid rolling beetle man wriggling eerily, and I would have mm-hmm. closed and been like, well, that's a relic of the past. Yeah. <laughs> and I I never would have touched do it again. Be like that sometimes. So it's, it's the, the, it's hard for me to, uh, <laughs> it's hard for me to praise it too much, even though I had fun playing yeah, it, no, because I, I would I not have played it. I, I the, think it's fair praise though. Like under the circumstances that we had, we played it on, we played it on, uh, the switches, uh, NES online. Mm-hmm. We used the save states and the rewinds. We had a guide that made it an okay experience. Yeah, it was, it was. It was okay. And I think it would have been, so it's a game that you could play with friends. Uh, if, if a group of you haven't played it before, it would probably pretty, be pretty funny to all sit down and play it together as like a joke to sort of poke fun at. Uh, I mean, that's essentially yesteryear. what I did yesterday. So Exactly. And, and that, that would be, that would make it fun. Yeah. Which, which doesn't, I, I realize it's not high praise for the game, <laughs> but it, but it is, it's, it's get just your one friends of those games together. that's old. It's fun if you get your friends together and hate play it. it's good for that no it's it's better than that it's it's all right it's Mm -hmm. it is it has some frustrating design choices and it has some design choices that are very much of its era um the a couple of a couple of other things that that really stuck out to me is the menu is again some of this is assuaged by the by the manual existing Mm -hmm. but why do they call attack power tone I have no idea. And they just throw it. it they, it's called tone and they just throw a number on it. And it just, and it's like, you have no idea what the upper limit is. You have no idea how much you need to get to the next level of toning. Yeah. It, uh, it starts, you know, you get through the first area and it's at like, you know, 30. And then towards the end of the game, I had like 4,000. Yeah. And I'm like, this does like 4k. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no damage numbers and there's no sense of like, what the thresholds are. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted to talk about this earlier when we were, ta- when I was talking about like the leveling, I like the, le- that the leveling system is there, but it's so confusing and kind of frustrating in a sense. It's, it's so 1987. Yeah, it really, <laughs> really it's, is that it's, it's 1987 without, cause it wasn't, it wasn't confusing in, in Zelda two, which I'm almost positive came out before Rygar. Because uh, how hard is it to call your attack power attack? Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a carryover from the arcade. I never played the There's arcade There's probably version. a story behind it. There's probably a reason why it's called that specifically. It's either a mistranslation 
or it's or it's something like dealing with the lore or something that I just missed on. But like it's got as a player going into it the first time, like it makes your your world building should not get in the way of me understanding what I'm looking at. You, you know what you know what's strange also is that the, you were saying the minute-to-minute minute gameplay is actually fairly enjoyable, and I, I I totally agree. You know what's strange, though, is how how awkward the bosses are. Like, the first boss is very confusing, and it kind of mm-hmm. moves at you, and it's like, oh, oh, this thing's really strong, because you're, you're, there's a good chance you might not be strong enough to kill it at first. But yeah. every boss after that, it seems like they get easier and easier. <laughs> I feel like all of the bosses are built, are made with the same amount of HP. Yeah, that's what it seems like almost. Where because they if, seem if to you're... go down faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the one the one boss at the top of the tower, which was supposed to be kind of like the end of the boss rush mode, you, oh, you yeah. killed it, and then you're like, oh, wait, what? It's dead. It didn't yeah. even attack you. I, I think you killed it before it attacked you. <laughs> Bringing it back to the music, there's no mm-hmm. boss music. The <laughs> yeah, boss yeah mu- that's right. The boss music is a rhythmic, like, sort of NES roar. <laughs> that continues after the boss has been killed oh yeah like when the door appears to go to the next screen there's it's, yeah the, it's the boss still is doing... still roaring from the afterlife hey let's compare it to zelda again it's kind <laughs> of the same thing it sounds kind of the same as the boss roars from the dungeons in the original legend of zelda yeah it does it except <laughs> that you the you kill the boss and it explodes and then you continue hearing like is what we're trying to say here is let's just pretend you haven't played uh, Zelda or Rygar. Right. <laughs> should, should you just go play Zelda? You really should. Like, I, think, I don't I think, think you should just skip. Just skip Rygar. And play there, Zelda. Is, there is one thing that Rygar has over Zelda. There is exactly one aspect. And that is the disc armor is really cool. It is super cool. It's, it is I actually love... a really good, really satisfying weapon. And and it's nice that it acts as like a little grabber, like a boomerang from yeah. from, uh, uh, from Zelda. And did... but it's like it's it's fast. Like it comes out fast. You can you can like it feels you like you're mashing. Fire... It. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's back up a second. Sure. Sure. Um, so the disc armor is essentially like a yo-yo shield. Oh, sure. We didn't even explain what it was. Disc armor sounds like something you it, yeah, wear. It, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like wearing a Frisbee on your chest to protect against attacks, <laughs> which would be fantastic. It would, but not effective. <laughs> no, no. Not at all. No, Rygar's primary weapon, basically only weapon, mm-hmm. um, is, is the disc armor, which is basically like I like literally like shield on a string, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it it's, looks it's sort like, of like a shield. Picture... It's it's got like a little spinny action to it, so I feel like yep. it might be bladed or something. I feel like there's yeah, it feels like there's some blades on it because otherwise you're just I mean maybe you're just whacking them with a yo-yo, but but it looks like a shield and it basically acts as a boomerang. But there's and like it's a big little... too. It's it's yeah. quite huge compared oh, yeah. to your sprite. It, it's yeah, it's like it's... it's like cloud buster sword levels of giant yo-yo. I mean, it's it's half the size of your sprite, maybe two thirds. <laughs> yeah, like and it. it which is part of what makes it good because it hits mo- like it's not hard to hit things. No, its it's hitbox is even bigger than its actual sprite. <laughs> yeah. Like it's there massive. are some things you can really just kind of, you know, you hit it with the wind and it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it's really satisfying to use. Like everything about it is 
like it hits well i want to say it hits hard but like that really just depends on your level but like it does it does knock back on almost every enemy so like you know you toss it out and it comes back like stun a little yep yeah it, it you toss it out and it comes back and that whole sequence takes like maybe half a second yeah, it might even and be. Then, and yeah, there's like no right. cooldown. Mm-hmm. So you can yeah, those, literally you just, just like, that button. Yeah, just like bam, 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 bam. Like, and it, it retrieves items for you. It covers a lot of ground. Even through um, walls. It can hit, it can potentially, yeah, even through walls. It can potentially hit um, items, or it can potentially hit enemies multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it hits I on the way there why, and the way back. Yeah, because there was a few times where I would kill something uh with one throw of it and then other times it would kill something in 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 like two throws i was like oh what's going on and i didn't think about that until later like oh of course it's it's Mm -hmm. it's like spinning and it's hitting it at the front and in the back or however you think about it going through it kind of thing yeah it's Um, it's you it's getting hitboxed yeah that's and i thought that was neat that 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 was in there right that it was like this thing is sitting in this space long enough it's going to hit it twice yeah yeah like everything about it is actually like even in the parts of the game that aren't very good that even mm-hmm. in the parts of the game where the enemies are frustrating, yeah. it's still like and like I, I think one of the most sati- like weirdly satisfying things about it is that it does do knockback. It does mm-hmm. like a little bit of knockback stun, but it's really it is really short. Yes. Like it doesn't do it doesn't do a lot of knockback, but it does exactly the right amount of knockback and a little bit of stun. <clears throat> excuse me and a little bit of stun for the enemy that you hit with it to recover and start walking back into hit range just as you're ready to 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 throw it again to throw it again yeah so you could so like it is literally designed like because a lot of games where you have like that attack interval the enemy mm-hmm. will get like closer and closer and closer and closer even though you're mashing the attack button and you have to <laughs> yeah. sort of you have to sort of figure out where is the range where it's like okay i have to like walk back and I have to like walk back and start attacking again because they're just kind of like walking through my attacks. Yeah, whereas this e- like is more even just, Zelda hit the button. Yeah. Even Zelda yep. has has that issue. Yeah, because they're still moving forward even though right. you're hitting them. Aside from the bosses, which don't react really to anything, um, Rygar never has that problem because <laughs> everything gets a little bit knocked back, and you can just stand and tr- as long as your positioning is good and you're hitting them mm-hmm. consistently. You could just stand and trade and just and just like whittle them down. It's yeah, awesome. It's, <laughs> I I I just I don't know. I, I enjoy the that's I guess that's the minute to minute gameplay that we were yeah, saying is great yeah. is that it's it, it is actually fun to go through and it's fun to play the game. It's not fun to uh, necessarily explore the game, which sounds weird, but it's 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 would just, you say it's fun to play the game, but not to clear the game? maybe because the exploration yeah the, the exploration kind without of unsatisfying guy, it's, it's, rough. it's just sort the, of rough without without knowing where to go the story basically non-existent the boss encounters really unsatisfying oh that's the boss the boss encounter you don't even know if you're hitting the boss <laughs> there's no indication there's <laughs> like just... there's no flash there's no I like i had that problem on the last boss i was like <laughs> Because it Am has I? like these two floating heads and then a main body that's a different color, and I'm like, and I think you have to hit the top head, like the the big like the the lion yeah, head or whatever of like the main body. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not not the floating ones that are attacking you. Right. But it's like it's super confusing. 
Mm-hmm. And like eventually I solved it by just throwing myself into it and just damage <laughs> boosting it and then <laughs> yep. and then just using the potion. Exactly. And I was like, I'm just going to see if this works. And then it exploded and then the game was over. Mm-hmm. Like really that was abruptly. It. Like, oh, that's so that's like everything of- like everything about the about clearing the game about finishing the game everything everything about the um the exploration the boss fights the story the like progressing through the game is mm-hmm. like deeply unsatisfying it's very old it's the it's but flawed and old <laughs> the combat and the leveling feels good mm-hmm. so like yes. playing the game feels good progressing in the game does not yeah yeah i think that's i think that's it i, th- I think i think in the, in the bottom line is is play the game if uh if you haven't ever played it before and you really love um you know zelda 2 and a little mm. bit of zelda 1 mm-hmm. otherwise probably Come- stay away from it or or if you haven't played Zelda one or two, just just play those instead because they're they're a more cohesive experience. Uh, I might say like, honestly, like give yourself like ten minutes in the first level, the, that first level that Rygar just drops you into before it yes. reveals that there's an overworld. Mm-hmm. And like, if you are enjoying what you are doing in that time frame, yeah, then like maybe give it a little more time because you'll get more of that. But like, yeah. if you're not yep. enjoying that, like very initial core gameplay loop, just just run. I think maybe maybe that's maybe that's what it was that, that I that I that I enjoyed about the game is that I actually once 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 I realized that I could level up and that that the stats were going up when I was killing the things. I was like, oh, this is fun. I'm I'm enjoying this idea. I like killing the stuff in the first two screens. And so then I was excited to to push on and, and keep playing it rather than number number go up. Number go up, power go up is a very, very strong motivator. It and Rygar does hit that. And I, I love, a, I like love it's, it's action RPGs a super, lot. It's super satisfying when there's like these, these flying enemies that you have to hit three times. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you can just rip through them without even slowing down. Yeah. Like that feels good. That feels good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's, I think that's Rygar. I think that's Rygar. Oh, there's there's one there's one thing left about oh. Rygar. Oh, what's that? It's this badass theme that's coming in right now. <laughs> Everyone enjoy the only good track from Rygar. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Yeah.